Okay, Austin, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Excellent, how are you? Man. I'm doing great, man. Right. Thank you very much yeah. for asking. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks man. for having me here. Yeah, of course, yeah. man. Love and Life Podcast. That's my new name for it. That's a great name. Is it? Yeah, okay. for sure. All yeah. right, I appreciate that, man. That's what it's all about. When man. I thought about it, I was like, man, this is kind of cheesy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like it. It's cheesy, but it's the best kind of cheesy. Yeah. Because okay. you're loving life. You yeah, know? exactly. That's, yeah, loving life. That's what life, life is about. Yeah, man. It's yeah. true. You know, it definitely is true. I agree. So thank you very much for coming today, sir. Of course. I appreciate it, man. We're drinking. Yeah. We just met. <laughs> and we're drinking. Over yeah. It's just how it is. It's great when you first meet. Oh yeah. To man, drink absolutely. some soju together. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's well, my, my whole goal actually too is like for the podcast, I've actually met or everybody I've had so far, like I just met. Yeah. Like that day. So my goal That's is nice. like to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Wow. Yeah. Because they came here in my apartment. They don't know me at all. Yeah. They're in this like random place. And of course it's Korea, so it's safe. But at the same time, they don't know who I am. That's true. That's so true. my first goal is like get them drunk. <laughs> well you're doing a great job yeah man, i thank say you. that i feel I, very welcomed i appreciate yeah. that man no we're about For to hear sure. a bunch of noise in the background yeah. sorry everybody i feel like i feel like a lot of foreigners don't enjoy soju you know and what I, you're right and i appreciate that when i came here you were like i order soju all the time yeah well maybe i shouldn't say this people are gonna think you're no, alcoholic it's okay. or no it's fine it's fine but i was like <laughs> i was like good okay yeah because yeah. i love soju yeah man yeah. it's great you I know do. what it's amazing like it's yeah. that it doesn't taste bad in my opinion me too it's cheap yeah. as shit very cheap and there's so many different types like you and i both agree earlier that like the regular soju is fine yeah yeah the i flavor, don't like the flavored ones yeah the flavored soju isn't bad it's just i don't prefer it yeah you know i prefer like if i drink any flavored soju is what i'm drinking now which yeah. is the blueberry, blueberry. one but the grapefruit one is also good, but I prefer the regular. The flavored stuff is is great for mixing. Yes. You can mix that shit in anything. I agree. It's awesome. Yeah, totally. You can agree. mix regular soju in anything. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah that's totally true. It's but great. it's also very weak. So the problem is, yeah. is that I have to drink like two or three <laughs> bottles just to be like fucked up. Yeah. yeah. But the weakness of it is what makes it great for that's me. True. Like yeah. if you're doing shots of vodka. Yeah. The, you know, you're done in a couple hours. That's true. Soju, you can just <laughs> you can go, go all night. night. Yeah, and you're, and you're doing shots. It's, it's just fun. That's yeah. why, like, everybody in Korea parties until, like, 7 p.m. That's true. Yeah. 7, 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, I got my blueberry soju. Well, I, we drank a lot of regular soju earlier. Yeah. So yeah. We, we went to the, We're already on our way. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, yeah, this is great, man. So, this is great. So, anyways, yeah, welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get started, man. So, we're going to do like a warm-up topic, and then we're going to transition into everything else. All right, like let's warm it up. All right, let's warm Sounds it up. What do you want to talk about, man? Um, well, I mentioned food earlier. Let's do it. Yeah, I just had a big dinner, so. <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Okay, yeah. so what did you have for dinner? Break it down. Oh, man. Well, my friend Mitzi, she ordered some Indian food for me from her favorite place. Nice. I forget what it's called. So, I warmed some of that up. And then my UAE students, um, I teach at Keist, yeah. and I have a class of UAE students, and they cooked a huge meal for me. Sweet. Um, it was like one of the best moments of my life, seriously. Just sitting there with them, experiencing their culture for the first time. Um, any sort of prejudice, maybe not prejudice, prejudice, but like um, ignorance, right. that just hovers back in your head, you know? Like naturally, when you don't know a culture, you don't know a people. Um, it just melts away. It like melts underneath all that food, you know, and right. you just really get to know them. And they gave me literally like probably four or five pounds of food afterwards. Yeah. yeah to take home. <laughs> Enjoy. This. Yeah. And yeah. that was like a couple of days ago and we're leaving for vacation on Monday. So my nice. wife and I have just been tucking into that shit like crazy. There you go, man. That's how yeah. you do it. Think yeah. about how much money you can save off of like five days of food. 
It's, exactly. it's actually pretty surprising. No, I told Courtney, I was like, this is like a whole week of food, man. This yeah. was, it was a great gift. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. That's great, man. And we were trying to figure out what you were eating earlier. Yeah, because I, I forget the name. It looks like Magluba to me. Magluba? Yeah, yeah but it might so be Kepsa. I'm not yeah. sure. Either one is good. Yeah, Magluba is one of my favorites. Yeah. So, either way. And so, you've been eating the that and then uh, Indian food. Yeah, Indian food um, from my friend Mitzi. Okay. We just like mix it all together. Those flavors just go to, go together so well. Yeah, man. Seriously. I want to know about that about that Indian restaurant. Yeah, I, I do too. I love Indian food. I'll have to. I let normally you know go later. to India Curry Nine. Yeah, in I, I like indie actually. Indie, oh really? It's expensive, but yeah. I prefer indie. Okay, yeah. that's okay. I've heard about indie. Yeah, yeah. I like indie. I, I haven't been to Indian Curry Number Nine yet, though. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Now, in terms of like, quote unquote, authenticity. Yeah. I don't know how close it is to authenticity. Yeah, I've never been to India. But it is know. good. I don't yeah, know either. It tastes yeah. good, yeah. But as long as it tastes good, like, it's pretty, uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool, man. All right, so what about, what else about food? Because food is my favorite topic. So, let me ask you I love you, man. This yeah. is good. This is my favorite. This is, this is my... the best podcast ever. Okay. <laughs> food. We could talk about food the we, whole time. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm, co- I'm actually fine with that. Yeah, that no, could be, like, no, our no. special it's all bonus good. episode. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. No, but, like, food, I mean, well, one, I love to eat. Two, I love to cook. Yeah. Um, three. When I'm not watching some of my favorite TV shows and movies, mm. I'm typically watching like food shows. Yeah. Like how to cook and how to make things, yeah. you know? What's your favorite food show? <sighs> oh, favorite food show? Okay. Yeah. One, one, I was back in the States. Um, Iron Chef America was one of my favorites. Oh, nice. So nice. it was, it was actually, it's a tie between Iron Chef America, uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Nice. Guy Fieri. And <laughs> Chopped. 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 Those were like good. my top three. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I think Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives would be number one. Nice. Then Iron Chef America is like a very close second, yeah. but like a you know like by like a sliver, right? And then it would be Chopped. Nice. Have you yeah. seen the old school Iron Chef back no. when it was like from Japan? No. And they dubbed it in English. Oh, I heard about that. You need to watch. I it. I need to watch it's it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I need to check it's it out. So great. Yeah, I gotta. Check it out. Chef Morimoto is like the original chef from that show. The dude's like a beast. he's. Yeah, Every time nice. I watch him, like I already, I automatically assume that he's gonna win. Yeah. As soon as like, somebody challenges him, like I automatically judge them. I'm yeah. like, you dumbass, <laughs> you just side your own yeah, death warrant. Yeah, not a good idea. He's about to fuck you up, especially <laughs> when the secret ingredient, quote unquote, secret ingredient is fish. Yeah. Oh, like you're I just done. assume like you're done. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna do some weird, crazy sushi. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And just like the creations that he makes. Now I don't know how the show works. Like I don't know how like if they really have an hour, yeah. if they have more than two hours. But it says they have an hour, and, you know, they just, like, create, like, some crazy-ass dishes yeah. in an hour. I think it's legit, man. Like, the dude's, like, like imagination and creativity hour. is insane. It is awesome. You know? Yeah. Insane. And his sous chefs, as well, they deserve credit, you yeah. know? Like, they, I don't know, man. I don't know how they do it, yeah. but more power to I've them. actually seen the studio where they where they filmed that. Really? Yeah, it's in, I used to live in New York for about uh, four years. I lived in New York before I came to Korea. And really? What part? Um, we were up way uptown, okay. so Washington Heights. It was oh. still Manhattan, but it's like right on the edge. <clears throat> okay, yeah, around Inwood and stuff. It was a Dominican neighborhood. Sweet, really great place to live. Yeah, man. Dominican food, man. It's yeah, amazing. It's amazing, but they're crazy. <laughs> From my personal crazy. experience, yeah. crazy is good though. Was Dominican women specifically? Uh, I don't have any experience with okay, Dominican well, women. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not gonna get into the detail. food is crazy. Yeah, good, man. <laughs> no, the food is crazy. I know I love Dominican. I have, of course, I have no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying my experience with Dominican. And women are, you know, a little bit yeah, you know, I know. <laughs> I disjointed, saying, I guess I you could say. <laughs> I love them, though. They're sexy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, that's my theory. Like, the sexier you are, the crazier you are. I think there's probably merit to that, yeah. that theory. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I would go about proving that, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a theory. Yeah. Somebody will prove it one day. 
So, anyways, okay, so you lived up in there. Uh, so you lived uptown. Manhattan, yeah, yeah, know. uptown. It's like north of north of Harlem. I don't okay. know if you know Manhattan at all. Uh, not much. Okay. I was born in Bronx. Okay. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah, but I was only there for like uh, I think like five or six years. Okay. And then my mom left. She I got, see. She got the fuck out of South Bronx. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you, you know, guys go? In the nineties. Oh, we went back to the DMV, DC, okay. Maryland, Virginia. Nice. Yeah. So I grew up in that area. Cool. Uh, mainly East Coaster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah East Coaster <laughs> all the way. Actually, the funny thing is, is that they're in the West Coast now. Oh really? Yeah. So it, mm. true story. Like. I went to college like a few days after I moved into college. Yeah. They left to California. <laughs> Swear to God, like this was this was planned. Obviously, it wasn't yeah, like something random. Yeah. But they were like, okay, like my mom wanted to go earlier, but I was like, you know, let me just finish high school here. Let me figure out what I'm gonna do afterwards. Yeah, that makes sense. So I got accepted into a school. I got everything paid for. Um, so I moved in there, and then my mom and my brother and sister went back to went to California. Yeah. Not went back to. They went to California. And they've been out there ever since. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I stayed in the East Coast, went out to the West Coast, specifically California, to visit them every now and then. And I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't... I, no, I'm not going to lie. Like, and it, and I've it, never been to California. I don't know. It's a cool know. place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live out there. And I'm a little... I don't want to say biased, but like I want to... I'm very limited, right? Because yeah. I've only been to like LA... Sherman Oaks. I see. Um, yeah. You know, Long Beach. And like, there's some nice places to visit, but I just don't want to live out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just, you know, again, my personal opinion. I've been to, you know, San Diego and other places, and it's nice, but nah, <laughs> nah it's just not for me. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. So you, sorry, we, we got off. Oh, track. that's okay. So you went to the set. <clears throat> so you went to the set um, of Iron Chef America. Yeah, it's in Chelsea. Chelsea. There's okay. a big market where they actually do it. They actually film Iron Chef America there. And um, you can like look in and watch as they're filming it. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty awesome. I Damn. we were never like there when they were filming it, but we saw the what do they call it the the stadium chef yeah. stadium or something. Oh, yeah, yo, that's cool. so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Damn, I want I want to go to an episode. Well, yeah. you know, my first question is, I always wonder if like anybody in the audience gets some of the food. That's true. You know, because like know. the judges get food, obviously, yeah. but like, does everybody else? Because that would annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it if be I'm fun there to just and I'm watch smelling and all smell the food? Yeah. yeah. Well, because here's the thing, right? I don't mind watching it, mm-hmm. right? But if I'm actually there in the stadium, I'm smelling it too. <laughs> For sure. So you're fucking with all, like, a lot of my senses. Yeah. You know, if yeah. I don't get something to, like, you know, alleviate those senses, I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah. When I'm watching at home, I don't smell anything. You know, it's commercial breaks. I can eat my own food. It's They're okay. They're going to come out with that, like, 4D technology pretty soon. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's going to be. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing but also just like pump smells into your i hate you place yeah exactly yeah no that's pretty cool man yeah all right so 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 you had a big dinner you had some a mix of indian food indian and food middle eastern yep. food for the most part and mm-hmm. then what else about food do you like to cook does you and your wife like i to love cook, cooking or? let's yeah. talk about it man what do you like Seriously. to make man? um well my family actually growing up my family owns a butcher shop no shit. in america awesome yeah i grew up in indiana so not new york okay. but Started out in a tiny little town. And my grandpa started this butcher shop. Uh, it's a Swiss town. He's Swiss heritage. Making bratwurst. Butchering Sweet. cows. Sweet. Um, so my whole life I've been around like meat products and cooking. Prime rib. <laughs> a nice steak. Oh, well man. done steak. You oh, know. Man. But I love making uh, mac and cheese. Oh, like a good mac and cheese. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to get the Bachmel yeah. going. Ooh. And yeah, okay, you, so, you, you, so you spend money on your cheese. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't go, you got to go hard on mac and cheese. I know. I totally agree it's with true. you. It's true. So it's, yeah. it's got to be, is it a little bit frustrating for you to be here in Korea for mac and cheese? Because for me, it's hard to find good cheese. Actually, 
I can recreate pretty decent now. It, okay. it didn't be. We, I've only been here for like two and a half years, and things okay. have changed right. so fa- so fast. Right. But uh, if you want to make good mac and cheese, get some Gruyere, which you can find at Home Plus. It's oh, expensive. you can find it at Home Plus. Okay, yeah. Home Plus has Gruyere. Get a sharp cheddar cheese from Costco. Yep. I get my from And Gruyere. yeah, you can do all sorts of stuff with just those two cheeses. Oh, <laughs> no, I love Gruyere yeah. cheese. Gruyere cheese is amazing. It's the best, man. It's Typically, so when I do, I actually made macaroni and cheese for my colleagues. Nice. Yeah. And I did, I used uh, fresh mozzarella. Mm. I used uh, sharp cheddar, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used a little bit of uh, Gouda. Oh yeah! <clears throat> I found a decent gouda, so I used a little nice, bit of gouda. Nice, nice. Um, and then I used a little bit of feta. Ooh, kinda. you got to get the salty cheese. Yeah, it's well, got to be a salty. That's one. why. That's why I put the feta in there. Exactly. Um, the feta is a nice salty. You know what you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. Yeah, I like to cook <laughs> too, man. I like to cook too. Yeah. yeah. So that's good, man. So you like you like mac and cheese. So you like to make mac and cheese, like the real sure. shit. Yeah. I gotta. We gotta exchange mac and cheese. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah that sounds I'll make amazing. some mac and cheese for you yes. next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll turn this into a cooking show. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man! Why yeah. not? Yeah. Cooking, <laughs> cooking podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. And we'll like we'll piss Switch. off everybody else yeah. who's like listening to it and like, damn, I'm hungry now. <laughs> But yeah, you can get like chipotle peppers. You Ooh. throw some ch- ch- some chipotle peppers in there. Yeah, you can get that at Home Plus now. It's like a new feature, so you can make like a like a chipotle cheddar mac and cheese with bacon bits and stuff. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. Dude, you you sound like you're in a, like above a level. <laughs> yeah, you're way above me, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying right now. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, it's so good. But <laughs> well, here's the knows? thing. I love talking about food, but at this moment, it sucks because like I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna eat later. But <laughs> but you know how like it's even worse when you're exactly. talking about food. Exactly. Now you're hungry. You're you're hungry. Like, Shit. Yeah. Damn. Why? No. But anyways, okay. So yeah. you like to cook. I do. Yeah, and I you grew cooking. up with a butcher. <clears throat> I'm sorry. True. You uh, grew up in a butcher shop. Yep. Your father was a butcher. Not my dad. It no. was my mom's side. Oh, your mom's so side. my mom worked there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. My dad was an engineer. <clears throat> okay. My mom worked there. My uncle worked there. My okay. grandpa worked there. So in your mother's and side. And I worked there, there. Like okay. until uh, I gra- I left for New York. Basically, right. every summer I would go and help out at the shop. That's amazing. Which, by the way, this sounds kind of weird. This might sound weird, but thank you. <laughs> I don't think butchers get enough credit. For, uh, for yeah, what they do. it's incredibly you know? difficult. It is. Yeah. It is it's an incredibly difficult job, sure. one. Two, not many people want to do it, you mm-hmm. know, which automatically for me makes, you know, makes me respect you more. Yeah. Or respect. People like don't want to know where your food comes from. It's true. They yeah. want it wrapped in plastic. <clears throat> they want it wrapped in plastic. You know, they yeah. want to pay, you know, a low price and they don't, you know, they don't really appreciate where, yeah. you know, the work that goes into it. Yeah. So thank you for that, mm-hmm. you know, and I hope your family continues <laughs> that. Yeah. It kind of sounds weird, but it's true. Like, I, yeah. I don't think butchers get enough respect and credit, you know? That's true. And I think that for people who still, like, get their meat from butchers, mm-hmm. like, I totally commend them. And yeah. If I'm ever in a position to do that, like, I want to do that, you know? Yeah. I want to go to my butcher and be like, yo, this is what I want. Exactly. Hook me up. Yeah. And he's going to be like, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. I want to do that one day. But, you know, they say, like, butchers are a brine, like a, a, brine, a dying breed. That's you know? true. Which is yeah. unfortunate because yeah. I don't think it should be that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. kind of sad the direction, at least in the U.S., the food industry is heading down a pretty crazy path, in my opinion. A very dangerous path in some ways. <laughs> because... Well, like my my family's business, for example, um, we used to actually butcher animals on the premises. Okay. Okay. When I was young, that was like one of my first memories. Right. I was watching my grandpa and my uncle Sherm um, butcher a cow. And then, you know, the FDA starts pushing laws, 
like in order to butcher you have to have this much square footage in your place okay. right but to me to me it's like an obvious like uh there's lobbyists these yeah. factory farms yep. the factory farms <clears throat> that have huge space right they're like how do we get rid of these little guys well we'll we'll up the square footage requirement yeah so now my you know my family had to stop actually butchering there so they started to get like halves cow halves and pig halves right. from the farms oh. yeah it was really kind of sad but damn and then they then they you know then they cut it down from there so it's usually like half a cow right basically that you cut down from there but <laughs> That's how it is, man. It is. It's a little crazy. <clears throat> out, that, that's, and that's like... Capitalism at its finest. Yeah. Drive out the competition. Try to create a But monopoly. I would say that's not capitalist, in my opinion. And yeah. we're getting into politics now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's well, not capitalist. Because you, ha- you have government control. Government control is the that's opposite true. of free yeah. market, you know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, when I say capitalist, I mean like, you know, the money it, is controlling that's true. the government, yeah. which controls... The businesses the, the, are the, lobbying. The free trade. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, is not tough. the way it's supposed to be. Yes, I, I agree with you. Yes. We see eye to eye on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It's a tough it's a tough thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. So so after that, what how did your family cope? I mean, they used they just kept on, you know, kept going on. They could still butcher for like independent people. Yeah. Like our town has a lot of Amish. Hmm. So when they raise cow, livestock, they don't butcher. They would take it to my family to butcher. And Perfect. they were able to do that. Perfect. Um but the main product they sold was sausage, Swiss sausage. I see. So still make that sausage. I actually brought some of the spices home with me last time I went back to America. Really? Yeah. I oh, made bratwurst last weekend. It felt really good. Do you have any left? I do. I'll buy some. Yeah. I need to make some more. All you need is ground pork. I'll give you some. Man. You don't have to buy it. No, yeah, I'll buy no it. No, 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 man. Fuck that. No, I, I, I completely... No, I feel like if you're doing a, if you're doing a job, yeah, you should be compensated for That's it. That's true, you know. But between friends, I would just love to cook a brat for you. You know, I, we're I drinking will, soju now. I we're... will take a free brat <laughs> and I will pay for the rest. How about yeah, that? yeah. I'll I mean, I, ca- I can one. only do the patties. I can't do the the sausage links. No, that's okay. I don't have a machine. No, that's okay. Know? I'll try it. But it's no, delicious. that's actually good for me because I like to make uh, breakfast sandwiches. No. Yeah, so I just like to make like a few eggs and you know like some ham. I usually use ham, but I'll use a bratwurst this time. Yeah, I love it. I buy it, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, for me, here's the thing: I'm actually feeling myself a little bit because I'm in Korea now, and yeah. I'm actually making a little bit of money. Nice. So now that I'm making a little bit of money, and I can save money, I you know naturally spend a little bit yeah. more money. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, if I can spend the money and I can you know support other people and do that's things, true. And, you know, that's a good gonna, way to look at it. I'm too. gonna do it. You yeah, know? for sure. What the fuck am I gonna do with this money when I'm dead? <laughs> Not that I'm gonna die anytime soon, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. No, that's Sounds cool, good. man. Yeah. So. Okay, so you enjoy cooking, you enjoy mm-hmm. making, you know, working with me, and you enjoy and making mac and cheese. Yeah. Right? I actually cheese. worked as a cheesemonger. Really? In New York, yeah. Dude, tell me more about that, I want to know. Um, do you know Murray's Cheese? I don't know, you probably don't know Murray's Cheese. It's probably the, the biggest cheese, like, counter in America. No. I mean, Their old place from okay. on Bleecker Street down on the in the West Village. Really? So they're like one of those New York institutions, you know, they've been around forever. That's tight. But, um... Yeah, huge, huge cheese counter. And I, while I was getting my master's degree, I started working there for for the cheese industry. I suppose you would say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy place. Everything's it's all artisanal, right. like expensive cheeses. 
we had so many crazy clients like Louis CK would come in sometimes. Really? Yeah, seriously. I didn't serve cheese to Louis CK, but like my friend did and he was like shaking <laughs> while he was cutting the cheese. He strikes me as a cheese guy. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Just like listening sure. to his stand up and yeah. like listening to him talk about food. <laughs> I'm like, he's he's got to be into some like you know, really unique shit. That's true. Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah, okay. it was awesome. Yeah, it so, was a good job. So you were a cheesemonger. Yeah. So what was like your favorite? So you used to make cheese. Not make cheese. Cheesemonger. Monger, it's kind of funny that they still use the term monger. Yeah. Monger is just somebody, a purveyor. Somebody who okay. knows a product and okay. then has clients that they sell to. Okay. But, <clears throat> and, so I, and I make it sound, yeah, oh, okay. every day. Okay. Uh, my cholesterol had to have been so high. Although I heard <laughs> they've just now discovered or I've read that cheese really isn't as bad as everybody says, but yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I totally believe that. So yeah, like, I ate a lot of cheese. I make it sound more glorious than it was. It's basically a retail job. You know, you're working with customers. Whoever walks in the door, you right. sell cheese. It's not like I had clients or anything. But I mean, don't. Why would you downplay it, man? <laughs> don't downplay it. You want everybody clients. to? Yeah, I had yeah. cheese clients. They called me personally. <laughs> they ordered this type of cheese. I mean, that would happen because you'd be working behind the counter. And somebody who really enjoys cheese would like say, oh, you know, I like your style. You're, you have a good palate. Right. So they would request you to be their uh, cheese monger. That sounds like the fucking job. <laughs> it was sweet. That sounds yeah. amazing. So it was like cheese and they had a beer section. Really? So every night we would close. Cheese and beer, not cheese and wine. You know what? Everybody always thinks cheese and wine, but yeah. cheese and wine is so much harder to pair. Really? Uh, seriously. Okay. They did classes. They did a lot of cheese education there. Yeah. Like you had to, you could take class. I had to take a lot of classes to even start working there. Right. And unanimously, everybody's like beer and cheese. That's that's the pairing. It's so easy. No shit. Yeah, for real. Seriously. That is very interesting to me. Yeah. It's it just goes together, and if and it makes a lot of sense because a lot of cheese is made by monks. A lot of beer is made by monks. Right. It just, it's natural, it just yeah. Huh. So, some some cheese is actually washed in beer before, and, and aged. They 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 dump beer on it and then age it. That cheese gets really stinky, though. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, but, which? Okay, so oh man, there's like so much to unfold here. Yeah, I know. So we're um, kind of we're kind of going wider and wider let's, and wider. Let's start from the top. What is right. like some of your favorite cheeses and why? Oh man. Um, been a while since i've worked there give me give me two seconds to think no nah, it's okay man. number one cheese i've had is called holler hocker holler hocker it's c-h-c-h-a-l-l-e-r-o-c-k something like that it's a swiss cheese right and it's alpine style just really nutty delicious swiss cheese that's what i like really great in some mac and cheese for oh, sure sounds great holler hocker um trying to think of some soft cheeses there was a there's a spanish cheese called monte nebro mm-hmm. just so good straight up tastes like mushrooms and flavor i don't really? even know how to explain it yeah it's really, oh, really good. man that sounds great yeah it's a good goat really goaty goaty cheese that's what i like yeah, yeah it's good huh. um you know uh I, i'm not a big everybody always went for the manchego manchego yeah manchego cheese yeah yeah it's so overrated really i like it yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a uh Another cheese that's much better, Spanish cheese called um, garrocha. Okay. It's like it's like if if um, uh, shoot I forget the name already. 
if the other cheese actually had flavor, Gorocha would be... <laughs> if the other yeah. cheese actually had That's flavor. That's my opinion, though. Opinions, <laughs> it's just opinion. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. It's... Nah. Well, you know, I've always been interested, too. That actually brings up a good point with food, right? Yeah. yeah because yeah. for, like, Iron Chef America and, like, Diners, Drivers, and Dives and a lot of other cooking shows, like, everybody's taste buds are different. That's right? true. Yeah. So, like, the judges, like, oh, this tastes, like, nasty. But, like, <laughs> but it tastes delicious to other people. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. like, how are you How are we properly judging this dish? Mm-hmm. You know, so anyways, I totally understand about your opinion. Yeah. That's that's the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> but it never it never made sense to me, you know. Yeah, because like, how does this one person who is a yeah. professional, right, and in their own right as a professional food writer or chef or whatever sure. it may be? So obviously they have the merits and they have the background, right, to back up their opinion. Exactly. And so does the other person, right? Mm-hmm. So which one is right? Yeah, you know I'm saying either true. one is bullshitting or or you know the more uh logical reasoning is that they just have different taste buds yeah they one person likes this and one person doesn't it's true this resonates with one individual and it doesn't resonate with another individual Mm -hmm. you know that doesn't mean the chef is a bad chef (laughs) it just means that they just don't like this particular dish for sure you know what i'm saying like for whatever reason yeah for reasons that our body can't explain Mm -hmm. you know so and a lot of the classes they talked about that like the best teachers at the cheese classes were like if you like it like They'd be like, if you like this cheese, then fuck everybody else. Right. They would say that to these people cool. taking these classes. I like They're it. like, if you like it, you like it. It's not the point, like, finding the best wine. You know, if you like the $10 bottle of wine and you cool. don't like the $100 bottle of wine, yeah, it doesn't make it. you less culinary. Yeah, it doesn't make you less dignified. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're a cheap-ass <laughs> bastard. Even yeah. Though that yeah. might be the case. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I enjoy me some ten dollar wine. Yeah, hell yeah, man! Some Carlo oh, yeah, Rossi or something. Mainly because I can afford it, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Are you a wine connoisseur as well? No, beer no. connoisseur then. I'm beer for sure. Okay, I love go. beer. Okay, yeah, I'm a big beer hound. Nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Beer and cheese, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's a dangerous combination. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good combination. It's a great though. combination. Yeah, you can mix it together. I mean, dangerous combination cheese. for people's health. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, like I, I gained a lot of weight at that job. Dude, we would we would drink beer like every night after we would close down because we got the discount. Yeah, of course. On really nice beers. Yeah. So we would just. Uh, I used to always drink this beer by Evil Twin. It's called uh, Molotov Light. Molotov so, Light. Like the original one's called Molotov Cocktail, and it's like a thirteen percent alcohol beer. Jesus. But Molotov Light. I love that they even called it light, like Bud Light, you know? Yeah. And it, it was only 11%, so. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So Dick. I would buy two of those yeah. and just by the by the time I, and like chug them really fast and, you know, you're dancing while you're closing out the shop. That's amazing. That's the way to do it, man. <laughs> it was, that's the way to do it. It was a great job, man. The people yeah. I worked with, really good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Actually, this because I mean, first of all, totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, you know, fuck it, why not? I, I would have done the same thing. Like, I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, I would have totally drank a ton of beer. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And they, I would they didn't use mind, my discount. They didn't mind at all. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, if it's closed, who cares? Exactly. You know, just get your job done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I it mean, was a, it was a cool some people like feel that. that way. Some people yeah. like want you to be like, you know, professional, professional and you drink know, on the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't do that. Sure. I mean, no, fuck that, man. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, if you're cleaning the floor or whatever, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But you know, I understand if you're like teaching kids or something. Of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. That. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's a little different. Yeah. That's a little bit different for sure yeah that's a little bit different for sure no but honestly man that sounds great you know did you get um discounts on cheese as well I mean, of course I would assume. okay that yeah, was good okay that's tight oh man i'm so jealous <laughs> gotta move on though damn yeah. so okay so you did that job mm-hmm. right okay so you were very well versed 
in cheese. You're well versed in the meat industry. Yeah. Um. What else are you well versed in in terms of food? Like, what else do you like to make? You know, you you gave me some some food from your garden, which I appreciate. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. you and your wife were doing this garden thing. I'm you said trying you've been doing to... it for a little while now, or what? Yeah, I did it last year and it failed. Okay. I, all I got were some tomatoes. I, I was too busy. That's a failure to you? That's amazing. <laughs> a few tomatoes. And, and we we tried to do the whole thing. But you got something. That is true. A failure is, is nothing, true. in my that opinion. That is true. Yeah. Well, I'm saying failure is in like an experiment. It was like, okay. okay, I learned from that failure. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which doesn't even really count as failure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, started, and then this year, you know, from my mistakes... The lettuce is growing. The go. onions are growing. Nice. The tomatoes are popping up. So, yeah, it's good. And you do this on top of your apartment? Yeah, we live at okay. Otapang. Okay. You know what Otapang means? Yeah, is that yeah. like the open? It's like, it means, of, uh... I think it means like attic, attic apartment. It's oh. the top floor. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. And we have a big balcony right. outside and there's a garden area there. You can yeah. also go to the ceiling too, right? Yeah, the roof. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the roof. Yeah. You can just okay. jump up there. Well, I don't know why I said it's ceiling. Sweet. Yeah, no, that's okay. The, you can go to the roof it's as the well. The soju right? talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. <laughs> no, because actually, it's actually interesting that you mentioned that because the guy who's in the position for me, mm. oh, wait, um, in my position before me, yeah. Um, he grew chili peppers. Oh, nice! On top of the school building. Wow! And now that he's gone, like I don't know who takes care of it. Mm. Um, but he just he grew a bunch, so that's why I was like, you "Oh, should get on that, man." Well, I wanted to originally, but like the transition was like a yeah. I have a lot of things going on, of and then my also course. my side projects, so like I wasn't able to keep up with yeah. it. But somebody is apparently. Mm. I think the owner is because she enjoys doing it, so that's good. That's really cool. Um, what school lets you lets uh, lets you do that? It's pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So, um, but yeah, I know we're going to talk about that later. We don't have to talk about it now. But right. I'm, I'm just curious because I want to grow some herbs in my apartment. Nice. You know, I get pretty good sunlight here. And I think that if I can grow like some basic things, basil. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Some thyme. Like I can have like little individual pots and I sure. can water them and let, you know, let them grow here. Yeah. I think it will be fine. Yeah. Tomatoes and lettuce and onions are not an option for me, <laughs> in my opinion. I actually don't even know if I have like access to the roof, to be honest with you. Uh, I see. So, Up here? Um, on the, in the Golden Tower? Yeah, in the golden town. <laughs> I just yeah. love saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I live in the golden. Yeah, town. I don't actually. I mean, I'm sure I can get up there, but I don't yeah. know if I'm allowed to like grow shit up there. I don't know. It's Korea. People are pretty relaxed. Yeah, it's a good point. It really. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> well, it's all if good you now. can get up there and put a pot up there, yeah. n- nobody's gonna say anything. To that's you. a good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's I don't think true. any. Yeah, even if they do, what are they gonna say? I'm like, well, that foreigner is. Like, yeah, yeah, he's growing onions on the roof. <laughs> we should stop him as, as long soon as, as yeah, possible. As long as it's basil and and shit yeah. and not uh, illegal substances. Yeah, just something. Not- <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm not doing none of that, man. Of nah, course, I'm of chilling course. in that regard. I know. Yeah. I know. No, but that's yeah. I might just do that, man. So I'm gonna pick your brain afterwards. Let's but you do know it. what? This is a good warm up. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to mention with food? Like, what else do you like to cook? I'm curious. Mac and cheese, <clears throat> chili, chili, yeah. oh, chili, man. I th- I think my chili could win awards, dude. I'm not. When it comes to food, I'm not humble. Yeah. I'm humble. I, I I try to be humble in other areas of my life, but for some reason, when it comes to food, I think I'm the best cook. Totally fair. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you're my not wife, the only my one. My wife gives me shit all the time. I was like, this is a. I, I taste my chili, and I'm like, fuck, man, I could take over the world with this shit right and she's like no you can't yeah yeah Yeah. she's like oh yeah full of yourself yeah Yeah. you need that balance man you need that balance no but that's cool though man Mm. dude you know what i want you know i want you to remember everything you're saying sure i want to try everything all right yeah hold me to it yeah Yeah. come over we can chill on the roof yes 
Every October I have chili parties for no sure. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming, you're man. I'll, I'll be here. You're invited. Yeah, yeah I'll be you're here. Invited. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll bring soju. Don't worry. Good. I'll you'll, bring you. You'll be one of the few foreigners that drinks it with yes. me. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually really upset that a lot of foreigners don't drink it. Well, and here's the reason. What do you find about? Okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah no. I, every foreigner that I've talked to about it for the most part, just like, no, it just gives me a bad hangover. Yes. The hangover. I was yeah, just going to say bad hangover. That. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't get those. Me either. <laughs> here's what I don't here's have my those. theory. Here's yeah. my theory. Yeah. It's the Korean beer. That's what it is. It's not because they the always soju. drink Somek, right? Exactly. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, out. Somek is uh, soju and beer together, mm-hmm. right? And that that and gives me a hangover. Yeah I, yeah, I don't even like to drink beer as much, honestly. But when I drink Somek, like mm-hmm. I don't, it's not, yeah. it's not a pretty. So typically, just soju by itself, no problem. Exactly. I could drink two bottles of yeah. soju one night and just like wake up the next morning. As long as and I it, hydrate, and you feel okay. Yeah, yeah, you I feel, feel fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe a good. slight headache for me, but not even. But even still, you can't blame that on the soju. It's like alcohol in general. Exactly. You're just drinking a shit ton yeah. of alcohol. But yeah. when I have like Korean beer, and you know, even if I'm not drinking soju, just straight up Korean beer, yeah. I wake up the next morning feeling awful. Yeah. And but I do it anyway. I like Korean yeah, but beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like all beer anyway. Really? I, I'm not a big... Well, I mean, I'm not a big beer person. I can't properly judge, yeah. to be honest with you. Well, I mean, Korean beer is notoriously bad. Okay. But I like all beer. Okay. It doesn't matter. So you automatically like it. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. No, that sounds good, man. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm actually really appreciative that... Um, well, it's a little bit of both, right? I mm. enjoy and I appreciate that soju is cheap. Yes. I yes. also don't like that it's cheap because it drives all the other prices up. Uh huh. That's for true. Rum. For rum, like I'm a yeah. rum, whiskey, tequila nice. person. Yeah. If I want to buy a bottle of tequila, I'm gonna spend bread. You know. Yeah, it costs so much. It costs it's a lot expensive. of money. Yeah, and I'm the type of person who I like. I like to just chill when I drink tequila mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Like I, I like to just chill at home with a friend, you know, and just like drink tequila and play games yeah. and watch watch movies and shit. But a bottle of tequila here is gonna run me like about I would say maybe sixty percent more than yeah. I would spend in the states. So of course that comes with the territory. Completely fine. Like I understand that, but that's that's a pretty hefty price. It's true. So, but at the same time, I spend it because I'm making a little bit of money here. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not bragging. You gotta have those. You gotta have those like once in a while splurge. Yeah, I totally moments. agree. You have yeah. to. Yeah. I actually do that. There's a beer place um, in Nondong. It's okay. uh, called the Bottle Shop yeah. in Dijon here. Beer is so expensive, but they get imports from America, the Netherlands, like shit that I don't, you don't, you can't even find in Indiana or New yeah. York in Dijon. It's so crazy. you're gonna spend it? Yeah, of course. You yeah. gotta spend the extra Once money. Once a month, it. I go there. I buy a couple bottles of beer. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. you gotta do it. Yeah, it's homesickness I mean, cure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know. And I'm not. By the way, I'm not bragging about the money that I make because I make about. <laughs> I make the average amount of what you know average foreigners make here. Yeah. I'm simply saying that like I came from a lifestyle, pretty much my whole life, where I had to live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like struggle a lot of the time. So now that I'm not struggling, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna ball out sometimes. <laughs> but even my balling out is not even that balling yeah. out. Like me balling out is like buying three bottles of soju. Don't let him fool which you. Which is like four dollars, four American dollars. So. Don't let him fool you. I'm looking around his apartment. He yeah. lives in the Golden Tower, <laughs> right? <laughs> the the gold tower yeah <laughs> no i feel yeah yeah which picture. really is like a shitty gold outside too. <laughs> it is yeah. it's like dirty yellow yeah it's like a dirty yellow it, yeah. yeah and it's so funny because when people um when people have driven me home before mm-hmm. or you know they're like that's gold i'm like <laughs> they're like that that's the gold tower that's where you live i'm like yeah it's a shitty place yeah it doesn't even look clean yeah yeah no it's all good yeah. it's, a, it's a nice place it's big no it's not bad yeah. yeah yeah much better than the place before but that's a whole different you got story. windows 
I do have windows. Yeah. The area is really nice too. This part of Manyan is perfect yeah. area to be in. You For know? sure. Yeah, and most people who have been here before know that. Like, mm-hmm. I have um, the gardens behind my house, mm. and then I have like Expo Park behind my yeah. house. I'm yeah. like within walking distance of like a million things, and then I bought a bike, so I can pretty much bike everywhere. Nice. So I'm like in a yeah. perfect location. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely not complaining. It's you know? great. Yeah, right. but. I will tell you this much, which you talked about before. I definitely get charged in building fees. Ah, that sucks. I spend like I, I've done the math. Like I spend an average of eighty eight thousand won, which is about wow. eighty eight dollars. Yeah. In just office, I mean, just in like uh, building fees. The building fee. Yeah. Wow. That's so my insane. utilities are like sixty thousand won. It's like sixty dollars, mm-hmm. which is what I would expect to pay. But my office fees are more than more expensive than my utilities. Damn. Yeah. So now that it's summer, I'm using the air condition. So mm-hmm. I know that my hundred fifty thousand one, you know, which is my my whole bill, yeah, is gonna easily go back to up to two hundred thousand one. Yeah. Um, which is what it was before when I had the heaters on. Mm-hmm. So I'm still spending like two hundred dollars a month, which is ridiculous. Yeah. In my opinion. Here, that's crazy. Yeah. In Korea, that's insane. Right. So, but again, it's all in all, it's all in building fees, yeah. you know. And I had my my Korean colleague like work out the numbers with me. He was like, "Oh yeah, you're spending like twenty thousand won on coffee and this, this and which and like in like ten thousand won on like security and all this other shit." I'm like, first of all, why am I spending twenty thousand won on coffee? I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> Who's this coffee going to? He's like, "Oh, it's going to like the offices who have like you know offices in this building." Like why am I paying for their wow. coffee? Every yeah. everybody pays a twenty dollar coffee fee. It's, they I, must be drinking some like single drinking... origin <laughs> drip coffee. I don't know what kind of job. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I really have no clue what kind of coffee they're drinking. Yeah. But like, damn man, I'm just like, why, <laughs> why? You know, yeah, that's crazy. But you know what though? Like, it's cool. Like, it's yeah. not. It's not that big of a deal. And I don't really use that much utility, so it's it's fine. Mm. Yeah, it's good enough for now. Sure. Yeah, I would be tripping a little bit more if I like really needed like every cent yeah but i don't really need every cent at the moment so it's okay mm-hmm. yeah but if i end up needing every cent then it's going to be an issue be it's a great out. feeling about working in korea is the financial freedom it can give you you know it's true yeah it's, it's so true it's totally true yeah yeah man so how about we move on man that sound good perfect sounds let's good to me on. too all right man so let's move on to your passion man passion passions it doesn't have to be singular oh, man. yeah um well, food was one of them. We okay. got through that. Yeah, um, we got through that. Another one would definitely be poetry. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay, I love great. Poetry. Man. All right. Well, do you want to talk about that one, or do you yeah, want to sure. talk about something else? Let's do it. Okay. Let's poetry. Get into it. So, yeah. why are you passionate about poetry? Um, and how did you get to that? You know. That yeah, passion? I mean, it's it's a long story. When I was in high school, um, I had this friend, crazy friend. I hope he listens to this. His name is Michael Kellmeyer. Okay. <laughs> and. He was just a weird dude. Yeah. In in the best way. He's still a weird dude, but in the best way. I love him. Him and his family too. He was so like interested in literature. And he like started I became friends with him. He started like passing me books and shit. Nice. And I was a jock in high school. I was a football player. Right. Like so it was kind of weird to start, you know, getting into literature. Yeah. But um yeah, it just started from there. I started getting into um William Blake, he was like the first poet that I fell in love with. And um, so I went to college for English literature, and then I got my master's in poetry. Sweet. Yeah, I love it. It's great. That's amazing. Yeah. So English lit and then poetry. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So how was the, the job market in the U.S. after you... Uh... Well, see, that's the thing. Honestly, <laughs> my MFA program really annoyed the shit out of me. Why? Because I realized there a lot of poets 
really want a marketable product. Okay. But they can't figure out why it's not marketable. Right. In my opinion, what makes poetry great is that there is no market for it. Right. If you if you say you're a poet, you're not doing it for any other reason than you have to do it. Right. You know. And a lot, like almost, I would say 20% of our classes is like people talking about being published. Mm. I got to find a publication. Right. And I got to get paid for my poetry. Of course. Yeah. And I'm scratching my head like, who the hell is going to buy poetry? Right. <laughs> Have That's you ever good. bought poetry? Like, No, never. Yeah. The only people that buy poetry are people who write poetry. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that whole approach just, you're never going to get an audience. Yeah. You're never, you know. You're not doing it for the right reasons, right. I guess. But that's why I love poetry. A lot of people can't, a lot of poets can't figure that out. But it's sort of like, it's one art that is outside of marketable capitalism. Right. It's outside of it. If you say you're a poet and you do it, and the best poets in the world, they don't do it for money. They don't do it for publication, in my opinion. Either that or they're really creative about right. how they deliver the poetry. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, too, like, some of the, the poets that I would assume would make money are the ones who actually do poetry live. Or, like, from, yeah. like, shows, for example. Yeah. Like, they might get... Of course, I would assume they would get compensated but for them. But, like... You're never going to make a living no. on poetry. No, no, You know, no. It, you're usually a teacher. Yeah. You're, 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 you have your PhD and you're teaching at a university. Right. But even then, you're part of this, like, weird... In my opinion, and, you know, I, I'm naive... I'm I'm naive. I I feel like the best part about life is being naive. You right. you learn as you live. Totally agree. So I could be wrong, but most of like my experience and my uh, the people I've met, it's like this weird um, cycle where the MFA program just breeds more MFA teachers. Right. And the big complaint is how do we market poetry to right. people? And it's kind of this weird like self fulfilling prophecy of. It's a mess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very like, you know, um interesting statement because again, you're right. Like I don't know how you would, you know, market poetry. <laughs> because in my opinion, one, I love poetry, but poetry is very personal. Yeah. And I think that when people write poetry it's very personal. And because it is very personal, it's hard to get other people to relate to it. You know? That's true. I and, mean and not and yeah. of course other people can relate to it in some ways, but when you're writing like a really personal piece, like you're the only person who really understands that. For sure. Unless you explain it to somebody yeah. else. Right? And some poets will do that. Like I've been to you know, I've been been to like poetry slams and like they will explain the poem yeah, in the yeah. beginning or towards the end, like this mm-hmm. is what it meant, right? Typically it's in the beginning, right? See, this slam- is what this experience and then they read the poem yeah. and people are like, Oh but if they did not have that explanation <laughs> They wouldn't have work. understood shit, yeah, yeah. you know. So, I admire slam poetry. To me, that's that's one way. That's like creative, creative way of delivering to an audience. But even that's agreed. not marketable. True. To me, slam poetry is in some ways outside of that academic circle. Right. Even though the academic circle really tries hard to harness even slam poetry into right. it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I admire slam poetry a lot. Yeah, no, and it's great. To me, that is one. Because it's, I, I like what you said about how poetry is very personal, but I feel like that's not always the case. True. And yeah. um, like Walt Whitman. Yeah, Whitman. Yeah. He he wrote for the people. Yeah. He, he he his philosophy was kind of like the poet should be a mirror, a reflection of society. Right. And a way of showing what society really is. Right. And I think that's what every great writer does. Yeah. Actually. And. Um, 
yeah, uh, the the idea of it being too personal, I feel like at that point it's still it's poetry and it's good, but it might not be necessary to share. I right. guess. But I feel like a lot of slam poetry um, is very accessible. It tells a very concrete story. It's easy to follow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's why I prefer slam poetry. Yeah. And going back to your earlier point, like I think that you know, um, I agree with you. Poet poetry should be like something that everybody can relate exactly. to. Exactly. In my experiences, poetry, a lot of the poetry that I've listened to, when it's not slam poetry, is personal experience. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and those personal experiences, like it's just hard for me to relate to yeah. your personal experience. And that's a problem. Yeah, and that's an, and, and that's, that's the issue. That's why that's one of the yeah. reasons why one is not marketable, and exactly. two. You know, it's like hard for people to really appreciate it. You know, you are able to appreciate it. The person who wrote it, of course. Exactly. And then the per- and then yeah. the people you explain it to can appreciate it after you explain it to them. Mm-hmm. But if if you try to publish it in a book or a magazine or a newspaper, people are going to read them like, "What the fuck did I just read?" <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's not bad. It's like the true. writing isn't bad. Yeah. It's just I don't understand what it means because there is no context. Exactly. You know, so yeah. it's just like, damn. Yeah, I mean, you know? there's a couple of great writers that that definitely break out of that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I I'm not too familiar yeah, as yeah. well as you are. I didn't expect no. I expect everybody, like everybody I meet, I it's very rare to find anybody who's like, yeah, I'm into poetry. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean. It's kind of a problem. Yeah, like, it's yeah. true. It's, it's, it's like it's a dying art. Yeah, it's a it dying is. art. It is. Yeah, yeah sadly, sure. but um, I don't I don't know if it's dying. I think that we we've come to this postmodern postmodernism kind of killed the idea of poetry because mm. at least the way I see it for a long time, poetry was meant for the mass, the public. In fact, almost like the poet is almost like a political figure in right. some ways. And Latin America actually holds on to that a lot more, that tradition a lot more than, than we do in the, in uh, like America and stuff. Right. Um, because you've got like poets that are disappearing, you know. <laughs> yeah. You, you like they're important people, and right. they and they speak for people, right? And they reflect what the people feel. To me, that's what a poet is. Um, but a lot of a lot of it has become too internalized, and I think like postmodernism sort of pushed poetry into that. Yeah. You know, if you look at at contemporary art, you've got people selling like uh, blank canvas, right. you know, as art. The concept is all that matters. The product is shit. It yeah. doesn't matter what the product is. It's only the concept. And then now you have poetry that's all about concept, and nobody can access it. Right. It's like staring at a blank canvas, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. a lot here. Sorry. No, that's no, no, great. That's what I want you to do, man. Dude, if I wanted to talk by myself, I'd just do my own podcast. Yeah. This <laughs> do is an Jamal individual podcast. One. We're going to talk about me today. I was thinking about doing that, but then I was like, nah, that would just be annoying. Like, that would be annoying for nah, me. You're an I'm interesting sure guy, people. though. Oh, yeah. thanks a lot, man. I appreciate yeah. it. No, but I totally, I totally agree, man. Like, and like you said, like in Latin America, like that is very prominent there. But you said, exactly. like, people just started disappearing. Totally true. You know, like your voice was heard. Yeah. And then, you know, like people don't like it. And then they, and it's not just for poets, but it's also for yeah. you know other prominent writers. Exactly, it's and also important for car- people, cartoonists. Yeah, right. Cartoonists exactly. have you know have yeah. been there as well. I mean, have like you know suffered the same fate, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate. But like, yeah. you know, those are uh, various avenues where people can express their ideas. Exactly, and they are punished for their ideas if it's not if it's not the norm, yeah. or if that person in charge or the government in charge do not like it yeah. or does not like it. I should say. Yeah. So, if your if your government is like after you yeah. because of your poetry yeah. then in my opinion you're probably doing something you're doing something right right yeah, for sure <laughs> exactly yeah you're totally doing something right yeah. there's nothing guilty. to do with publications yeah. there's nothing to do with money yeah all that bullshit yeah. it's it's 
everything to do with, uh, you know, telling the truth about right. society and about the way people feel. Right. It's, it's a true. reflection of the people. It's true. And those are the people with the power. Exactly. Right. The cartoonists, right. Yeah. The poets, mm-hmm. the writers, those are the people with yeah. power. Why do you think the government goes after Yeah, they're a threat. Or dictators, yeah, right? They are a huge threat yeah. and they realize that, right? For sure. And, they, and you know, poets and other people have like made jokes of it. Like, why are you coming after me, man? <laughs> I'm just writing a few words. Exactly. Why are you so scared, man? Yeah. And of course they're scared because like a few words is all it takes. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. true. A few For words, sure. a couple pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A paragraph here, mm-hmm. you know, a statement, you know, yeah. on this monument. I mean, not on this monument, like on this stone, for example, that you step on this chair or whatever, yeah, you step yeah. up on it to make this statement. Like, that's all it really takes, you know, for whatever, a revolution yeah. or for somebody to for just, sure. like, gain this idea to do something, whatever, mm-hmm. crazy or whatever it may be. Yeah. And so. that's not to say, like, to be a successful poet, you have to be thrown in jail. Of course something. not. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I'm totally saying agree with that statement. Yeah. But, I'm not yeah. saying go do some crazy <laughs> shit. No, not definitely not. So yeah. no, nah, that's crazy, man. OK, so I mean, crazy. That's, that's crazy and cool at the same mm-hmm. time. So this is what you're passionate about. Why do you think other people should be, you know, interested in this? Well, I mean, if you find if you find a good poet, yeah, it can really change. It can change, you know, your whole perspective on the art. Because there are there are people out there doing really, really awesome stuff. Right. Like um, Sherman Alexie, he's a really famous writer, actually. He wrote a few movies, actually. But Really? Um, he's a Native American poet. I hope I'm using the politically correct term. I don't I believe it's Native uh, okay. American. Yeah. yeah. Out of touch. Definitely not Indian. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Native American. <laughs> yeah. Um, really, really great writer. Um but if you read his poetry, it's so brutally honest and so accessible. Yeah. There, yeah. There's one poet. There's one poem he wrote where he's like imagining um, after a poetry reading having groupies, and he's basically talking about how he's gonna fuck this lady. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but like by the end of the poem, you realize it's all a fantasy. Yeah. And he's yeah, just yeah. like in his hotel room jerking off. Just, <laughs> uh, it's. It, it I sounds it. so crude, but if but you it's read it, it's yeah. not, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's like so real and yeah. accessible. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you know, and he's just like the woes of being a poet. Like, yeah. this is not glamorous. Yeah. I'm just like all alone in my hotel room. Or uh-huh. Really, really funny. Now, but, that's great, though, man. Yeah. So, okay. So why don't you say, for example, right? Some of the listeners out there don't really know much about poetry, yeah. but they want to try to get into it. Or now they're interested because of you, for example. Oh, what so. would you suggest for them? Um, I would say con- contemporary is tough. Okay. Um, contem- so you- contemporary is really hard. Contemporary poetry is hard because there's not, in my opinion, again, this is just like the food. It's a preference. Of course. Right? I'm not saying I'm dogmatic here, but I don't like a lot of contemporary poets. There's not very many. Um, Sophia Lafraga is really good. Um, she's a poet from New York. I really admire. Um, and Billy Childish is a, British poet who's amazing. He has dyslexia and doesn't edit his papers, so Sweet. it's really cool to read his poetry because there's misspelled words and it's yeah. a mess. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but I would start with the roots, man. I mean, um, I would start with the root of it, which would, in my opinion, be Walt Whitman. Okay, if you want to know the root of American poetry, because he he was all about you know the everyday common man. Just the of in his poetry is so beautiful. Just about how life is beautiful, life is perfect. We are, we are amazing people. We are our own universes, and at the same time, I can walk down the street in New York and see beauty all around me. Right. And if people are traveling, 
like I don't know if, if the majority of the people listening to this are like living in abroad, for example. I would assume there's some sort of a drive or desire to experience the world. And Walt Whitman, his poetry is all about experience. It's all about finding, do, say yes to everything, right? right? One of his most famous lines is, unscrew the locks from your doors, mm-hmm. unscrew the doors from their jams. The idea being like, in your mind, don't have any doors. Go out, see the world, do everything, say yes to everything. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, <laughs> I don't know. You could start with with uh, Walt Whitman. That'd be a good starting point, I think. Nah, that sounds amazing, man. <laughs> I mean, just like and just thinking about that, like, yeah, I wish great. more people had that mindset for sure. You know, I think I think what happened is, as far as America, I, I can really only speak for American poetry, um, which honestly has dominated the cultural poetry scene in the last you know century or or so. Right, but. Um, there's been two kind of trajectories. One is like the Walt Whitman trajectory, which has very expansive, open poetry, not personal. I mean, it is personal, but it's more like love everybody, accept everybody, right. see the world, see the beauty in the world. And then there's also like the Emily Dickinson trajectory, which she was a great poet, but she was famous for locking herself in her room right. for years so it's like we, at the same time, the birth of poetry in America, we have the mother figure who's locking herself in the room. Right. And she had reasons for that. I'm not like no, shitting on Emily Dickinson. Yeah, yeah, She's no, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But then we also have Walt Whitman, like the father who's like out walking around every day and right. seeing people. And I think sadly, we're kind of like contemporary poetry is still sort of locked in that room, right. so to speak. They're, they're just talking about their own mind, their own self. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which has been my my fault with exactly. it. Exactly. You know, it's everybody's yeah. fault with it. Yeah. yeah you know, and and of course and I I I like poetry. I really do, but it's just like one of those things that like it's hard for me to keep up with nowadays yeah. because it is so personal. And unless you can relate that personal experience, you know, to me, it's very hard for me to get into it, you know? So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean and and uh, man, well, you know, we realize it's an issue, so maybe, well, maybe you more than I do, because like, you have more of a background. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you can just hit up all your fellow poets and all the other poets and be like, hey, you know, you guys need to get your shit together. Yeah. Let's change up the spectrum a little bit. And I wish, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like people tried. <laughs> don't you people... have like a Facebook page or something? <laughs> no? <laughs> no? Well, and that comes back to this whole idea of like public, for, for a long time, you know, I was really pushing for publication. Yeah. Especially when I was living in New York and... You know, all the poetry peers were just like, you know, publication, publication, right. marketing, market yourself. And, and it just seemed so disingenuous. I needed to take a break from that. Yeah. And I think Korea has been good for me for that reason. I, I got to just step away, like step away from that whole idea right. and meet people like meet people who aren't poets. That's that's what poetry is. Yeah. It's experiencing. That's honestly the one of the main reasons I wanted to do this is because I want to take every opportunity to meet interesting people. Right. It's more about people. It's not about me. It's about people. Right. You know. And um, so, yeah, I do have a Facebook page, but like I've stopped, completely stopped updating it at this point. Right. Like I just need to not focus on getting out there. I need to focus on just experiencing life. You know, life is too short. Well, I mean, yeah, that. Yeah, of course. No, that's important. Yeah. Life is short for sure. But the other thing is, too, I mean, first of all, publishing anything is difficult. Of course. Especially in today's day and age. Well, actually... 
there are two sides to that. Some people will say publishing nowadays is easy because mm. you can self-publish. Which That's is, true. Which is true. Yeah. Two, if you want to publish something through like a bigger, you know, like through a brand, yeah. right? That is difficult mm-hmm. in and of itself. Yeah. However, if you want to publish poetry that's a whole different ball game yeah right like, well i mean if you want to publish it outside of you know there's a whole industry but that's the problem it feel to me it feels a little bit like a circle jerk right where it's just like poetry poets reading poets right right and then very rarely does it ever escape that right you know so po- there are many poetry publications out there the most famous being poetry the magazine right, right. um which i guarantee you i i mean i i I would be surprised if 5% of their entire subscription base is even people who don't write poetry. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, probably. So I mean, and just trying to get a submission like accepted into poetry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, props to you if that happens, you know? <laughs> Which, of course, doesn't make you a bad poet if you don't get it in mm-hmm. there. It just means mm-hmm. that like, if you get in there, you're a fucking great poet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either that or you were sleeping with somebody in the magazine. That's true. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah there's always that stuff. Hey, but... you know, hey, man, you got to you know yeah. make it work. That's true. <laughs> no, no judgment. You know, yeah, gotta, gotta, you gotta do, do what you gotta, gotta do. do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, you know what's so funny? Um, I remember I was joking with somebody about that. They're like, "No, it's not funny." I'm like, "Well, I mean, in a way, it kind of is funny, but yeah. it may not be funny to you." And I'm sorry, but it's funny to me, so I'm not sorry at the same time. Yeah, kind of like the sorry, not sorry. Yeah, things. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Hey, man, you can't make everybody happy. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, I grew up that way, actually. Oh shit, <laughs> I grew up that way, actually, trying to make everybody happy. Yeah, right? trying to it. appease everybody yeah. and try to be cool with everybody, and it worked for a little time, you know. Yeah. But as I got older, I just realized that it doesn't work. Yeah, like period. Like you can be the nicest, most angelic person in the world, and there's somebody who's gonna fucking hate you just for being that type of person. Yeah, you know, that's true. it's crazy. So after that point, after I learned that, I'm just like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't intentionally try to, you know, Please piss people them. off. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like. I don't try to piss people off, but oh, at the same time, sense. I also realize I'm like, well, I'm sorry if you don't agree with everything yeah. I say. It's just the way I feel. Yeah. So yeah. got to keep it real. Yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Totally true. Yeah. So okay, cool, man. Passion, poetry. I like that. Yeah, that's amazing. It's kind man. of a different one. I don't know. That's I'm great. Saying. No, I, under- that's- I understand why people don't get into it. Yeah. Like going back to you know, you said how do people get into it? Yeah. I I would say you know once you once you read one poet that you understand that you get your life changes yeah you know for me that was William Blake right and this guy you know William Blake did um he created his own like holy books which was really crazy at the time it's still crazy now but he made his own mythology his own gods and literally wrote humongous volumes of these giant metaphors with these you know That's and that tight. that was poetry it was right. it's so all just big metaphors nobody's doing that now you know See that's cre- that's creativity. That's exactly. what poetry needs. That's what yeah, contemporary poetry yeah, needs. Yeah. It needs something creative for sure, right? For sure, and like outside of the box yeah. that can that can really permeate the market. And I don't want to say know? nobody. I mean, there, Annie Waldman did it as well. She's right. she's a contemporary. Well, not contemporary. Her heyday was in the '60s, but she's still living and writing good poetry. That's good for me. Yeah. But uh, I think one of her recent publications was like a 800 page uh, epic damn story. Yeah, that's so, tight. Not everybody's doing it. Yeah, that's good. That might be if the listeners want to get into poetry. Yeah. Check out Annie Waldman. She's good. Okay. Old, older poet. Annie but. Waldman, William Blake, <laughs> Walt Whitman. 
Yeah. Billy Childish. Billy Childish. Yeah. yeah. And what was the other girl's name? You Sophia Lafraga. I actually knew her in New York. She was, she's a great person. Nice. That's the thing, too, when you meet people who write, and who, she's successful at it, too. She's, like, publicate lots of publications. Right. But personally, like, I can't, I don't know, man. I can't be a fan of anybody who's a dick. Right. <laughs> and she was the nicest person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when I met her, she was just like, yeah, let's do readings together. You know, call me anytime. It was really nice. That's tight. And I met so many people who thought they were successful in this little, like, group. Yeah. And they were just assholes. Right. Like, they thought they were so important. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody reads your shit. Yeah. Like, nobody <laughs> reads poetry. You're not that important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which sound, which is sad, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird, it was a weird little time of my life. The New York, uh, it was called Alt-Lit Poetry. Yeah. And there's a lot of really great people, like, mm. um, involved in that. My best friend, Andrew, Andrew Worthington, he's, he's a novelist and he works as a school teacher in New York, but, um. His, he's published one book called Walls, and he's getting another book published now soon, uh, too. I, I can't remember the name of it. He's a really great guy. But some of the people I met at those poetry readings, I just shook my head. I'm like, this is oh, not, damn. these are not real people. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is not so. what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all yeah. of them are like that. For yeah. sure. No, of course yeah. not. No. I yeah. mean, you know, that, that's with everything. Yeah. You know, that's with every genre, with mm-hmm. every subject, mm-hmm. with every field yeah. of study yeah. or whatever um occupation for example and sadly it was like mostly honestly mostly the guys in that whole like lit scene yeah the guys were just so fake yeah the the men and then the women were were usually the nicest people right and smart absolutely fucking talented right like really good and the guys just like just assholes yeah yeah one one (laughs) of them surprised by that (laughs) yeah one of them one of them was like accused of being a rapist and shit it 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 was a big deal there was a gawker article about it actually and it was um it was my roommates or my friend's roommate actually and he was just he was an asshole right yeah (laughs) so it was believable (laughs) yeah i know that guy was a dick so i totally sucked because he he ran like a pretty important publication for that whole scene right and after that it just it fell apart it was, yeah. it was a mess. No, well, yeah, that type of publicity. Dick, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I so. hope he didn't do it. And I hope, you know, that person recovered. That's well, what... he he did it. Yeah, he did it. Oh, he, oh, oh so it's official. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know if he, like, if they pressed charges, but yeah. there were several females that, like, came out. And... Shit, I hope they did. We're talking about negative shit. We shouldn't get there. We're yeah, no. Too much soju. No, no. That, yeah. I don't want to talk about <laughs> nah, that. Nah, it's all good, man. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. No, I'm just saying. Because no, it's, it's been, the deal's been done. It yeah. doesn't need to be brought up in this nah, media. No, I, I agree. For I sure. agree. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just not cool, man. Like, no. rape. Like, that's, rape is one of those things that, like, of God, course, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's just, like, one of those things that, yeah. you know. And, of course, our gender. Yeah. <laughs> It sucks. Is mainly the culprit. Of course. You know, yeah. of, of rape. So, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think we need to uh, reevaluate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> we need to get, like, all, like, a man convention and be like, yo, can we just chill out on this yeah. shit, please? This shit needs you know? to stop. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Yeah, just it's fucked respect up. respect people. Yeah, no, That's I agree. what it comes down to. Totally agree. And it's not just us, but it's mainly us. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. 99.9. I don't have the statistics, but I would probably, like easily back up the fact that like 99.9 percent of the time yeah. it's us no and that's so, a smart thing to say it, yeah. it, it, it mainly us but like the whole world's got to get their shit together that's you just got to treat people like people yeah you exactly. can't you gotta you can't objectify people yeah you know and but like transition transitioning into that 
um, mindset is difficult. It's true. Because if you think, like, you know, human history, like, it's just that, yeah. you know, there was one group, right? And it still is to this day kind of like this, but it's like one group who controls another group. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that's purely what it's been. Like, yeah. there's a superior group and there's an inferior group, yeah. and the superior group controls the inferior group. Even though they're both the same, yeah. you know, they're both human exactly. beings, like, exactly. you know, but still, yeah. like, there's, there's just, no... like, that status that's there. So. It's usually, like, a line in the sand yep. or a color of the skin. Yep. That's, like, it. Yep. It's so as stupid. As simple as the color of the but, skin. Yeah. yeah. I don't so. know. I think I honestly think that because of the internet, we're going to get beyond that. Yeah. Every new generation is going to be exposed. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. I totally agree. I totally agree, man. Give it like another <clears throat> shit, man. I don't even know. Like, give it another like fifty years. Exactly, it's gonna be a whole different yeah. world. And even in American politics, and when, yeah. of course, when we say American politics, we're referring to the United States. Exactly. Um, because we're not the only America. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah, other yeah. there's other people out there, but like you Canada, Americans, Mexico. you think America's all about yeah. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not just I all don't about know us. Why right people yet. generalize that? Yeah, they always do. Yeah, and no, it's true though. And I remember, because of course, when I refer to America, I'm like referring to the USA. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I've been called out a few times, like, oh, you Americans. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. But like, you make a good point. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. (laughs) You totally make a good point. But at this point, maybe Canada, like, doesn't want to be called. No, they don't. Yeah. We're Canadian. We are not. We're Canadian. We're not them. We're next to them, but we really don't associate them. We're like the bad neighbors. We're the bad neighbors to mm-hmm. to to Canada, and I, you know, I'm sorry, Canada. Yeah, you know, personally, I apologize. I love you, Canadians. Yeah, I do too, man. Poutine and hockey, man. Goddamn right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there if I ever go back to yeah, the states, and I yeah. need to fucking get out, dude. I love Montreal is one of my favorite cities. Never been French I Canada. Go, you need to go. Really? Yeah. Ah, get damn. some foie gras. Oh, this you can get great. it cheap there. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. I'm ready, man. Down. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. So, anyways, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, in terms of like um, American politics, we won't stay here long, but I feel like uh, um, that's a good idea. The next <laughs> the next 50 years, I agree, I think. And it sounds kind of bad, but like a lot of my friends in the colored community mm-hmm. will say that, like, yo, just give it some extra time, man. All yeah. the old white people are going to die. Exactly. And then like the new yeah. generation is going to come up. And of course, you know, some of them are going to be white, of course. We can't, you know, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But at the same time, it's going to be a new generation who has the ability to think a little bit outside of the box. When I think people underestimate the importance of the internet. Yeah. Like, I know that everybody thinks the internet's important, but I still think they are underestimating. I agree. The yeah. birth of the internet, if you think about it, you know, the internet basically, the way I always use the metaphor, the internet hit puberty right. in 2001. Yeah. That's when broadband internet was introduced. Oh, yeah. You know, dial-up was like its infancy. <laughs> yeah, true. And so it's only been around like what fifteen years? Yeah, not that long. And it's, it's still a baby. It's, exactly. Yeah, it's only fifteen years old. But it's progressed, you know, you know exactly. incrementally. Like and like the kids born today will never know what it's like to yeah. not be able to communicate with somebody across the world. It's true. Instantly. It's true. And that's gonna that shit's gonna break barriers. Yeah, that's I agree. what that's what will change the world. Yeah. As long as they can keep you know net neutrality and all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The internet is. The way I see it is like two things. It's like going to be the new savior of our world, but it also could be like the new <laughs> Satan of our world too. It's yeah. like, it's like <clears throat> the, the weirdest invention. It's, it's everything good and everything bad at the same time. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Because yeah. in terms of like diplomacy and politics, yeah. especially international politics or mm-hmm. geopolitical politics yeah. specifically, the internet and the media specifically 
and I'm not talking about fake news or anything, but just the media, the, the power of media exactly can influence how the internet is used yeah. and uh, what's the best way to say it? Uh, read. Right? That's true. In a lot of ways. That's true. So it, it, like you said, like, it can be very positive yeah. or it can be very negative. It can be a combination of the two. Yeah. And I think for the most part to this day, it's been a combination of the two. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's going to be a breaking point, though. I, I believe in technologists. I believe every problem the government puts forth, yeah. a technologist will solve it. Right. With with some sort of, like, especially peer-to-peer networks now. Yeah. It would not surprise me if, um, like, let's take Reddit, for example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm admittedly a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but we won't get into that. That's cool. Yeah. But I know for sure there are people paid to bought the hell out of those posts true and downvote upvote upvote yeah and if you think about it Comments. it's it's genius because yeah. it actually can control the news yeah that's true you know what gets seen it's true yeah um and i mean pretty soon there's going to be some sort of a a peer-to-peer alternative where everybody needs to verify yeah you know on on some sort of node yeah like the well, I mean, that's I already happening that. in terms of finance. That is true. With cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about Bitcoin. You want to talk about Bitcoin? Oh, shit. There's yeah. somebody else who's into it. I love Bitcoin. Not many. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But no, I'm continue your fan. point. Yeah, yeah point, no, but we'll Bitcoin is, is a good... Let's bring it up because yeah. that's an example, right? Yeah. Um, this old legacy called the banking system is um, is being fixed right. with technology. It might not be perfect yet. No, not yet. But to <laughs> me, there. yeah. But to me, that's just a clear indication that... Um, you know, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit of like you know I don't trust I don't like to trust the government I don't appreciate uh, government controls. Right. In fact, I think technology is inherently disruptive right. of laws and disruptive of industries, current industries. You know, let's take the post office for example. Email destroyed the post office. Right. Right. Um, technology does that. It always will. 3D printers will destroy manufacturing. That's a good point. You know. Yeah. Um, and not to mention like gun laws, gun laws will be irrelevant when people can download weapons. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's that's the (laughs) whole, like the the internet is like everything good and everything bad. Right. Right. That's, that's the thing. It's, it's crazy. It's a different world. Yeah. And yeah, in my opinion, eventually, like slowly the government will have less and less impact on individual life. Right. Because of the internet. That's what I mean by people underestimate the internet. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you that people do underestimate it. Um, And I think that the way the internet is going to progress in the near future, and then, of course, in the future, and just technology in general, exactly, is going to be insane. Yeah. Going to be insane. And the way the politics is going to progress in that Mm -hmm. time period is also going to be insane. They're going to be be grasping for control, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Totally. the whole, the that's, whole. That's that's the problem now. Exactly. Especially with Bitcoin they're and trying, cryptocurrency, yeah. they're trying their best, but exactly. they're at the same time they're realizing this is something that can't really be controlled. Exactly. Which is scary. Yeah. You know, and it's scary not only on their account but also on our account because yeah. like, well, well, that's true. Yeah. You know, and as humans, we're kind of used to having certain boundaries. Yeah, for right? sure. So when there is no boundaries, mm-hmm. it gets a little freaky. Yeah. You know, which is kind of how like you know the deep web and mm-hmm. the dark web specifically. Kind of has you know yeah. stemmed from, but I so. feel like governments now are realizing, a it can't be controlled, right. so they're going to try to regulate it. Right. 
most I would say 90% of Bitcoin users will follow regulations. Right. You know, I use Bitcoin. I follow reg- I follow US regulations. Yeah. Cuz I'm not a criminal. I use it for remittance. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Legal, you know, I need to That's move the best money. Way to do it. I need to move money from Korea to America. Yeah. It's the best way Takes to do it. Takes 30 minutes, yep. costs a couple bucks. <clears throat> yep. It's so easy. No middleman, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um so most people will operate within regulations, right? But, you know, there's always going to be the criminal element, but like I don't know. You can't do anything about that. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think governments I are realizing that, so they're yeah. just going to regulate it, tax it, yeah, figure out a way to make money off of it. Exactly. Because the black market will always exist. Exactly. It's not going you know, anywhere. You, a lot you, of them are in the black market, so they can't talk yeah, shit. That's true. Fucking too. hypocrites. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, the number one Bitcoin's not even used in the black market very much. U.S. dollars is the number one. The number one. Yeah, the number market. one currency. You know, and they're not outlawing that. Yeah, it's so. true. No, of course they can't. They can't do but that, yeah, man. Japan just like completely legalized cryptocurrencies yep. across the board. I saw. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah. Korea's, I think Korea's going to be next. Dude, Korea's. Definitely Have you been there. following the Bitcoin shit? At oh all? yeah, yeah. No, I'm on. I mean, I invest into a lot of different cryptocurrencies. Nice. Ah, yeah. so Ethereum. Oh yeah, Ethereum. Why yeah. don't don't do Ethereum? I'm sorry, it's centralized. I made a lot of money off of it, man. That I, it did go. It shot up. Ripple like too. Crazy. R- Ripple. Ripple. Ripple yeah. centralized, and I made a lot of money off yeah. Ripple and. Um, I have some other ones as well. Litecoin. Um, I had Litecoin. I made my money off of it. I sold it yeah. and invested it in the Ripple. They activated SegWit on like. I know. Litecoin. I should have. Honestly, I should have kept it. Exactly. I should have kept it for a little bit longer. Yeah. But I didn't have many to begin with. Mm-hmm. I had like seven Litecoin. Yeah. So I made a pretty good amount of profit. Nice. I think about uh, 40%. Very good. Uh, which was good enough for me. Sold it, put it in the Ripple, and I, I actually put most of my finances in the Ripple. Um, or most of my be assets, careful, I man. Say. I know you gotta be careful. I know, I know. I agree. Spread that shit out. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I originally had it yeah. spread out, but I didn't have enough money to spread it out enough. I see. Right. Yeah. So, so I it's had like, like little bits. I yeah. had like five Monero, seven Litecoin, three Dash. Yeah. Like not enough to really make any money. Yeah. So what I decided was I need to consolidate a little bit. So I sold all of them. I made a good amount of profit off of all of them. Mm-hmm. I sold all of them, and then I put it into Ripple, Ethereum, and Ethereum Classic. Nice. Then I made a lot of money for Ethereum Classic. So I was like, I'm going to put all my money, most of my money, into Ripple. <laughs> People in um, this podcast are going to be like, what the, what the fuck, fuck are, are they, they talking, talking about? about? Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, actually, you know, here, I will tell you this much, though. This is a good opportunity because I read an article a little while ago talking about, like, only 25% of the world population actually know about cryptocurrency. That's true. And cryptocurrency yeah, I, is I, I the new wave that. of the future. Yeah. Um, Whether it's centralized coins or decentralized coins, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This is the way to send money it's abroad. internet money. It's, it's internet it's money. Only, exactly. I mean, the way transactions work now, you know, it does not make sense. Let's say I'm a web developer. Yeah. And there's somebody in Africa I really like his work right i want i want to hire him right do you imagine the logistical nightmare of paying somebody in africa if you live in america or europe with bitcoin it's 30 minutes and it's instant and it goes and it can be easily verified yeah and the money goes in yeah i mean i i get it you know what i'm saying we're we are yeah yeah we're completely cognizant of this (laughs) however we actually need a third party here somebody who like so we can either a doesn't get it or b actually has a counter argument yeah yeah, right now we're just like yeah 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 yeah. i agree and we shouldn't (laughs) we shouldn't go too long on this topic but we we could talk about it for a few yeah yeah i love it yeah so no i i totally agree like i i think that 
more people should become aware of it. I agree. It is a little yeah. bit of an annoying process to get into. It's true. Um, I got into it here in Korea, actually. Corbett? Or? Yeah, Corbett. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I also go company. through Poloniex um, in the U.S. And I use Kraken, Poloniex. but I don't use I've Kraken as much. Poloniex. Poloniex is good, but Poloniex. you can you can't link your bank account. You can only purchase through Bitcoin. Uh, see, I've just I went straight Coinbase. Yeah, Coinbase. Um, yeah. I actually they're like want, the most uh, well known. Yeah, established. I wanted to go through Coinbase. I sent them an email yeah. saying like, "Hey, like my IP address is obviously in Korea. Yeah, yeah. I'm an American. I signed up in America. I'm here temporarily. Yeah. Like, and they never got back to me. So I was oh. like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So I just went through Poloniex, and then now I started spreading my my money a little bit more because I made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I have Sidecoin. I have Golem. I have Stellar. I probably shouldn't put my information on this, but fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a lot of these coins. Holy shit! So I feel yeah. like I'm I'm hoping the market will boost up again, and I'll mm-hmm. make some money off of these coins. But again, the majority of my money is in Ripple, and I'm banking on that. Yeah. So, so here's my problem with well, first of all, with Ripple and Ethereum. Yeah. It was pre-mined. Right. True. Right. That 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 frustrates me. That's that's frustrating. True. And also. It's especially Ethereum is a centralized current. There's like a company yeah. that's pumping this. Yes. And a company that can destroy this. True. And there's a central point for hackers to attack. To attack. That's true. If it gets high enough and the incentive is high enough, in my opinion, all it's going to take is one hack. Yeah. And that shit's going to crash. Yeah. I agree. So it's risky to it's me. It's a huge risk. This is, all, this is all speculation. It's all opinion. Bitcoin's risky as well. You know? It's true. Yeah. Um. However, you know, if we're talking about money, you know, I made a lot of money off of Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, it, it fucking went up from 200 to 2000 Damn, dude. You know. Made some money. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into your personal No, yeah, we don't, I don't want to talk But about let's that. just, yeah, it's not. <laughs> we can't talk about not, my money, man. And, and I never, yeah, and yeah. I, it's not like I was, like you said, I don't know about you, but you yeah. were talking about living from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That's, that's essentially how I was, you know, growing up. You know, with student loans and shit. It's not yeah. like I put in a fuck ton of money into right. Bitcoin. No, of course. Super not, right. early. Yeah. You know, I bought in when it was two hundred, very small amount. Yeah. Like very, like probably one percent, one to five. I probably about five percent of what I had in savings, which is not that much. None. Yeah. So it's not like I'm a millionaire. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you made some money. Yeah. I mean, like that's good. I yeah. For for me, for someone like me. Yeah. And I didn't sell. I'm holding. I'm holding long. Yeah. Hold, yeah. I'm holding you sh- long. You should. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, well, I'm I I. I sold off to make my investment back, my original investment back. Yep. So I'm I'm in the clear now. Yeah. So if it goes to zero, I lost no money. Exactly. And if it goes if it goes to the moon, as they say, yeah. then you know then I'm you make good. some money. Yeah, 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 it's all good. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, I talked to my godfather, who is a uh, financial advisor. Mm. He was like, "Hey, man, if you made your money, take out your money. Yeah, it's a good idea. Play with house money. Exactly. So I essentially did that. Yeah." Um, so now I'm playing with house money. So if I lose everything, then yeah, I lost a lot of money. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't lose my initial investment. Exactly. Which yeah. I'm fine with. It's a gamble. It really is. It's a huge is. gamble. Everybody, if, if you're interested same... in this shit, yeah. I am not saying that it's going to, you know, there's a lot of people out there. It's going to be worth 50,000, 100,000. Right. It could be worth zero, especially August 1st. August 1st is going to be a turning point for Bitcoin because right. that's when they're going to try to do USA, UASF or whatever. Right. I'm probably saying it wrong because I'm drunk. Um, and then force SegWit onto Bitcoin and stuff. Right. There's a lot of issues with it right now. I agree. And if it doesn't go smoothly, it's going to crash. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, 
cheap Bitcoin. Uh-huh. You know, I might actually be. Like I mean, that, I'm you know? gonna be one of those people too because <laughs> when I originally got into it, like I'm not even kidding. When I first found out about, well, not first found out about them, when I first started exploring, yeah, um, investing into cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was already at a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, F- I can't buy one of these things. Are you kidding me? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I I took the little bit of money that I I I spent like 150 dollars like a month for like three months. Mm. And then I just started working with that yeah, into the cryptocurrencies that I could afford, mm-hmm. right? And then I made a lot of money off those. And then I just started, you know, consolidating a little bit. And then I started spreading out again once I made a lot of money. But Bitcoin was not one of them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have loved to buy Bitcoin earlier if I would have yeah. known about it. But I didn't know about it. So, of course, <laughs> I couldn't have made my money. Yeah, see, for me, I'm like yeah. a Bitcoin loyalist because I, I got in around the 200 mark. Yeah. And I have, I have held strong. That's like, I have not it. sold any. Or except for the, my investment back. Yeah. Uh, that was actually really recently because Korea, um, Korea is actually, for some reason, if you follow the Bitcoin charts right it's now, higher. Way higher. <clears throat> like, way higher. Like a thousand higher. Yeah. Like was, it's, it's going for 2K in US, right? 3 million won in Korea. Which is a significant increase. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Or like, uh, not increase, but like difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, like if the, dollar, money, the dollar to the yeah. one is not If I that had big. money in the US, like sitting in the US, yeah. I would be, arbit- what is it called? Arbitrage or whatever? Arbit- what? I, uh, I'm such an idiot. I know what you're it, saying. No, I know. I know. I don't know like the word either. Selling Korean or selling Bitcoin in Korea yeah. and then to Korean won, taking your Korean won back yeah. to US dollars. That's what I did. I bought, Smart, I bought Bitcoin from Corbett. Yeah. And then I put it into Poloniex mm-hmm. and I, I got way more money. So yeah, I was able yeah, to yeah, use yeah. a lot more of it. Nice. Um, with that being said though, um, I also had to sell a lot of what I had. So my choices were sell Ethereum, mm. sell Ethereum Classic or sell Ripple. Yeah, I don't want to sell Ripple. So I had 30 on Ethereum Classic. I made a lot of money off of it. So I sold like yeah, 15. Ethereum went crazy recently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I sold like 15 Ethereum Classic and I bought, I took all that money and I bought Bitcoin. Mm. And then I took that money and I put it in Poloniex. And then from Poloniex, I bought a lot of other coins. Yeah. And I'm hoping they'll go up. Yeah. Hoping. If they don't go up, I don't lose anything. But still, I'm hoping. Usually, usually if Bitcoin goes up, the altcoins do. Go up, yeah. Because the the point of entry for the altcoins right now is Bitcoin. You can't buy Litecoin unless you have Bitcoin for most cases. Most cases. Yeah, that's true. Like you buy Bitcoin first, and then you you Bitcoin into into all, all the other currencies. Yeah. yeah, that's how Poloniex works. Yeah, if you want to buy other currencies, I, I mean, I could be wrong because I'm still an amateur with this, but yeah. you need to buy everything through Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure which, there are other exchanges. Or oh yeah, there's Kraken. I like to use Kraken. I haven't really used it as much as Poloniex. They're to be European, right? Um, it's European. To be exchange. honest with you, I don't yeah, know. I'm pretty sure it is. Which is fine, you know. So. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, bit I don't. Stamp. I don't know. Yeah, Bitstamp. Yeah. Mount Gox. No, just yeah. <laughs> no, oh, your I mean, listeners are like getting on these fucking inside jokes, man. Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna stop. They're gonna be like, they're like "Fuck this guy." Yeah, no, I don't care. Mount Gox. What the fuck's he talking about? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean whatever dude don't it? as long as we're having a good time it doesn't matter yeah man yeah. that's what matters to I'm me g- you're coming to my barbecues man we're gonna be good friends yes i'm telling I'm you ready. soju drinker bitcoin yeah. like our altcoins yeah you're you're a cryptocurrency we'll just yeah say cryptocurrency i'm used to saying bitcoin and but. you know and i was actually talking to my friend about this the other day i was like you know i think that the crypto market unfortunately is becoming extremely saturated mm. um because i did some research and there's like 850 altcoins yeah that's insane. That's so many. There's so many now. There, so like, there's people, no way. That so the investors and the thing is like, I'm just like, I'm an average cryptocurrency, yeah. you know, um, buyer seller, right? 
so with that being said, I don't, it's hard for me to really, you know, go through all of them and try to do my research or figure out what's going to work. And what's There's only one not. you need to know, man. I know, There's man, only I know. one. People are going to say Bitcoin. I know, I know. But you have to <laughs> buy a cup of coffee with Dodge, Dogecoin. Dogecoin or whatever. Dogecoin. <laughs> Actually, no, I read an interesting article. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but like. Um, there's this guy who has a family, and him, he, him and his wife bought a bunch of doggy coin, mm. and um, what they do is they use doggy coin as um, like a way, like a, like a currency in their household, for example. Interesting. So what, so what they do is with their ah. children, they they give their children chores. Yeah. Right. And every time their child um, completes a chore. They send doggy coins to their account. That's awesome, right? So they're getting paid for their chores. Oh, the right? family of the future, exactly. <laughs> so now, of course, doggy coin is pretty much worth nothing. Yeah. But to that yeah. child, to that individual, it could be worth something one day. That's and true. Two, it it technically does cost real money, yeah. albeit not a lot, a lot, a lot it's of true. money. So you know, it's very interesting how it's being used in that context. And yeah. I think that you know, the, like little ideas like that, or little like um, applications of like doggy coin or any other cryptocurrency could be used in the family context which yeah. could be spread out yeah. you know a little bit farther um you know that i think that's very interesting you know i, I think mean, that's very there's interesting. so many there are so many implica- implications of this technology right. like um there's the, we, we always talk about the internet of things yeah um, and once self-driving cars come, I'm talking kind of the far future. Right. If self-driving cars take off, yeah. for example, can you imagine if you come home to work, you come home from work, you lay down, and then you set your car to auto mode. Yeah. So for the next two hours, your self-driving car is its own Uber, picking people up. They 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 put in their destination. Uh-huh. It's going to be this much Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, whatever. Yep. They scan their phone. It drives them to their location, and then your car picks somebody else up. That's amazing. If it's low on gas, it comes home. You know, yeah. whatever. That's perfect. Why not? Dude, that's, that's the future. Crazy. You're yeah. making money while you're sleeping. Yeah, that's but amazing. the only way that works is with microtransactions and Bitcoin. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Who yeah. knows, man? It could be the future. Who knows? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I've seen so many articles that predict that Bitcoin is going to reach ten thousand dollars and fifty thousand yeah. dollars per coin, and like, damn. But see, to me, it's we'll not see. about the money; it's about the technology. It's about the technology. Oh, I agree. I totally For agree. Me. Yeah. And 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 I use it. You know, yeah. I actually became a huge believer when I started using it to move money across yeah. the the globe. Yeah. You know. Um, now I can't because the, the Corbett spread is too high. Yeah. Like if I were to buy Bitcoin in Korea and send it to America, yeah. I'd lose money. Right. It's really frustrating actually. I'm, right. I'm waiting for that price to even out. But no, I, I when it was close, when it was even, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not paying my Korean bank 20 bucks, my US bank 40 bucks. Plus the exchange. And rate. then two weeks later, get my money. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. And, and now I'm sending, I send, I send money from Corbett to my US bank account. Yeah. Through Circle. Yeah. Circle. Which yeah. they just started doing. Um, which has been great, but still the, 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 uh, the money lost is bad. Yeah. However, it's much better than the banks. Yeah. So I haven't done the that's, banks. That's, yet. that's like a slight caveat. Don't My, don't do the banks. <laughs> I'm it's, gonna look into it because to be honest, the the spread right now in Bitcoin. Yeah. If if I have to move money now. Yeah. You know, it's two thousand in the U.S., three thousand here. That's a that's a thousand. That's a thousand dollar difference. That's too I much. I mean, what's a million? So a million there's no one, way a bank would charge which is me about a, a K. 
Uh, no, but you're going to get charged a lot. Uh, it'll be too much. It'll be sure. a lot. And the reason why I know this is because for the first few months here, I was sending money back home for my uh, car because mm. I still pay my yeah, car yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my sister's using it now, but I still I pay the car note. Um, so with that being said, I was losing, I would send about a thousand dollars back home and I would lose about $240 in the process. (laughs) And that is including fees and exchange rates. So a pretty significant amount of money. So if you want to lose, like move larger amounts of money, you're going to lose a lot more. That makes sense. So for microtransactions, it's, it's it's pretty brilliant. In fact, like. Going a little bit back to the poetry thing yeah, and the whole idea of marketing, I was like trying to figure out if this technology could help like mm. this idea of, you know, because you have like um, musicians doing like free download, pay what you want albums. Right. And I was like, I'm going to make the first pay what you want poetry book. That so I like, made a zine, a zine or whatever it's called for a Brooklyn Zine Fest. Nice. And each poem had its own QR code. Where you could send Bitcoin like fractions of a penny like to the poem, so yeah. each poem had its own thing. That's tight. <laughs> I like that. Do you should a do that. A couple people did it. I was yeah. really surprised. Like really tight. Like literally two two pennies. Yeah. You know, but that's like to them, that's what a poem was worth. Like, yeah. oh, I enjoyed this. Two pennies. It was first of all, that's fucked awesome. up. <laughs> no, no. I mean, in my can personal you imagine the can you at least give like, a dollar, you asshole? Like, <laughs> no, I I didn't. So to me, that, it was a that, concept. To me, it was a concept. I, it was I like agree a, with a, you. Just to prove that it works. It's a nice concept. I didn't care, dude. But I think didn't care. A dollar can buy you an Arizona tea. <laughs> Are you saying my poem they, they, is a fraction 20, of an Arizona I think 20 tea? Cents. I don't know. I need to look. I need to look at the. That the cool thing with Bitcoin is, yeah, people could actually look at you that address at and yeah. see the transaction. Yeah, that's true. I haven't yeah. looked at it in a while. Maybe somebody out of nowhere read it. Yeah. It's kind of crazy though. Like Dude, twenty out, years man. from now, somebody might like read it and be like, "Oh, this is cool." Have Five you thought bucks. about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it, the and the thing is, is, like, I came late to the game. Right, yeah. this started in 08, 09. I know everybody um, came too late. Man. That's true. Everybody yeah. came and late. I, and actually, honestly, like I, I came at a decent time because I yeah. still made a lot of money. But like, if I, I think I was, now's a decent time. It is. I do. It I is. think it's still early. I agree. Yeah. No, it is yeah. still early. But I mean, think about it. Like you know, if you and I eight you know, years ago would have bought Bitcoin. We we would have put a hundred dollars in Bitcoin. About that. I hate reading the articles yeah. too. This person put a hundred dollars in the yeah. Bitcoin and is now a millionaire. Suck my dick. Because I don't want to hear about that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I because uh, like if I would have known about it, I would have done it. Paid five million dollars for a pizza. You know? Oh, I know, man. It's just like, but yeah. to me, you know, if you understand how markets work, yeah, it was worth you know it was worth ten cents because that's how much faith people had in it. Exactly. If people had more faith in it, right. they it would have been worth more at that time. It's true. So yeah. I think it's kind of skewed to look at it like, you know, if I would have known in 2008, well, if everybody would have known in 2008 that exactly. it would be this, then everybody would be rich, yeah. you know, exactly. or actually the price would be lower. <laughs> or the, you know? yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it could have worked, uh, you so, know, yeah, it could have been counterproductive yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's very, you know, yeah, man, it's very interesting. We should totally talk about this a little bit further. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, need to, we need to have a Damn. Oh, but what was another about to conversation ask you? I was about to tell this. you, um, damn, what? I don't remember. This is going to be your longest podcast. No, ever. actually, it might. Well, oh, damn, we're an hour and a half in, actually. <laughs> well, my longest podcast so far has been with June. 
Yeah. Uh, which was, I believe, was like two hours and 20 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. Now we're we, going, man. We're going to break the record. No, I'm yeah, just yeah. kidding. No, we could break the record. Yeah. Now we could. You have I'm, to have a bonus episode, the Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we should totally do that. I'm down you know, we should, that. We can totally do. Oh, you know, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, um, are there any poetry podcasts? I'm sure there are. I mean, I would assume I that admittedly there would don't be. listen to them. Okay. I, I, I admittedly stopped listening to a lot of poetry. I me myself. I, I can't stand a lot of contemporary poetry. Right. If we're gonna go back into the poetry again. Yeah. No, I was um, just curious because no, I was, it's I was true. thinking like, it's true. you're obviously passionate about it, like you know a lot about it. Yeah. You know, podcast is essentially the new future in terms of exactly. listening. Exactly. It's a great way to get So out there. you should maybe do um, that. And when I say that like then I'm not saying like, oh well you should do one, you know. I'll one. plug I'll plug one one it's not really a podcast but to me this is brilliant this is like a brilliant way of rejuvenating the idea of poetry there's this there's this blog called voicemail poems okay and to submit your poem you literally call a number and you leave a voicemail nice and if the guy likes it he puts it up on the on the thing i like it it's fucking awesome that's tight it's really cool that's tight i like yeah. that to, yeah. to me that's that's like what poetry needs yeah. it doesn't need another like printed out you know yeah well that and that's the thing because in my opinion when you're reading poetry uh it can hit certain parts of your you know yeah may sound cliche but it may it it hits certain parts of your soul right but when you listen to poetry that's that's that matters that is when you hear Mm -hmm. you know the passion and you hear like the connection with that individual in the words that they are speaking so with that being said i think that if there is a poetry podcast of people reading their poetry right and explaining what it really means and people can listen to that on their way to work right on their way to whatever like you know on a short walk like a five minute walk or maybe like a 15 minute walk or maybe they're listening they're doing yoga or playing games or whatever like it doesn't matter what it is that can have a huge effect and that's I think true. that, you know, like a podcast like that would be really cool. If it would be awesome. If that's not and already you know, done, it probably somebody does should exist. do that. Yeah. It probably does exist. But the problem is, uh, this again is my opinion. And I'm drunk now, so I'm getting a little crude. No, it's cool. But fucking like the majority of people that probably go on that podcast are yeah. boring as hell. Right. You know, they're droning on about their fucking like mfa program bullshit yeah you know i i I don't know you know that's just it's so hard to market poetry now i agree it's it's completely changed right i blame t.s Eliot. don't read t.s you know t.s Eliot. everybody (laughs) knows t.s Eliot. Eliot. yeah yeah fuck that guy he ruined (laughs) he he ruined poetry yeah in my opinion and i can explain how he ruined poetry actually oh shit Uh... dude should we get into it? Yeah. Oh, wait, okay. Or, yeah. Let's get into it. Fuck Is it okay? Yeah, we can move on. Let's we can move on. No, no, no. Let's know, get he, into he it. He fucking. How did he ruin poetry? Well, with his his poetry is so inaccessible. Yeah. You have to know like three languages. You have right. to read footnotes. You have to read it. That already is a problem. Right. You can't just listen to him read it. Um, and that's the problem. Po- the, the like you said just a second ago, hearing the poem is the most important. It always has been until T.S. Eliot. Right. Right? You have I mean, the origin of poetry comes from the the oratory uh Right, uh, delivery. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're reading out loud to people or reciting out loud, actually singing out loud. The right. original poets right. were ballad you know, um, were bards, played music, sang and said words, usually political words, about what's going on in the kingdom or whatever the fuck you was going on. Right. 
And then you have this T.S. Eliot guy who comes along and puts footnotes in his goddamn poetry. Right. Footnotes. <laughs> like, what a dick. And, <laughs> and because, and I'm going to sound a little political here, but because he was white Anglo-Saxon right. poet. Right. People at that time, people jumped on board. Right, of course, yeah. People, you know, at that time, that meant a lot because you had Hart Crane doing better than T.S. Eliot. Right. But the problem with him is he was Latin, or not Latin American. I'm thinking of Frederico Garcia Lorca. Lorca mm-hmm. was better than T.S. Eliot, but he was Latin American and gay. Right. And that was a problem, right? Because people wanted white Anglo-Saxon straight. Right. You had Hart Crane, who was gay. Killed himself because of it, right? Right, because of the the torment and shit going on. People followed um, T. S. Eliot. You had Mina Loy, who was writing at the same time, way better than T. S. Eliot, right? So much better, but she didn't have a dick, right? right? So nobody's gonna listen to her. Her shit doesn't get published until the eighties, right? And now we have this guy who basically started the MFA program, mm-hmm. academic, high poetry. Right. If you read, if you listen to any recording of him, he puts on a fake British accent, even though he's from America. Really? Yes. Yeah. What an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this is like, people love T.S. Eliot. And yeah. this is what MFA programs, in fact, undergraduate literature, if you, if you go to Humanities 101, I guarantee you, you're going to read T.S. Eliot. You know, you did you read? T- I mean, humanities I mean, one on one, liberal arts a little bit, but I never, I never, yeah, he, his shit never struck me. Well, it shouldn't. You know, like I read yeah. his stuff. I was like, well, I don't know. You understand know, he's talking so Latin now, and then yeah. he's speaking German, and then yeah. and then it's just like yeah, droning about dead. Like one of those high those class certain, academics exactly. that like yeah. yeah yeah. In fact, um, it was a certain niche. Like I yeah. know, I know there are some people who are like that. Like especially in the uh, the field of academia. Yeah, I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, like, you know there are some people like they produce their and work. They don't and, like, connect it's only, with people. They don't connect with people. You they can only tell connect they're with socially certain... awkward. They're they're. And right. I feel like most poets are like that. Now. Right. Right. They they don't they don't know what it means to to really connect. I, I'm using blanket terms. I'm using generalities because but that's. You know, there's poets out there that that definitely connect with people. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, and writers especially. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Nobody's denying that. I think yeah, novelists really do a great job. I agree. Yeah. Novelist, like contemporary novelists, on point, man. Yeah. Like there are some contemporary writers that are just out of this world. Yeah. No, I agree, and I read a lot too, so yeah. I can totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So but, um, and then you know, and it's actually interesting because I wanted to say earlier too, and I totally forgot about it, like you know, in terms of money, people making money off of poetry. Typically, it's the dead poets that That's are making true. money. Yeah, you, you don't get read until you're dead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's very unfortunate that it is that way. Yeah. Um, and I and I and I really want that to change. Yeah, and, you know, in terms of poetry and you know slam poetry, and even um, contemporary writers, you know, mm-hmm. like novelists and whatever. It doesn't matter any type of writer, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that I would hope that their recognition comes before their death. I yeah, you know? for sure. Everybody because, deserves that. If yeah. you're a genius, you deserve it. But yeah, I totally agree. But you know, again, it's like, is it really that important? Right. You know, is is it? Are you doing it for recognition? Right. Why are you doing it? I agree. You know, yeah. There's something more. There's something deeper. If you're a true genius, it doesn't fucking matter to you. Right. Van Gogh, you know, he didn't get recognized until he was dead. Until he was dead. Yep. It's true. Yeah. And I would hate for for it to mean that much to him. Yeah. Maybe it, I'm sure it did cuz you fucking eat. Right. You got to eat. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. So, 
No, I, uh, I totally I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and the why is important, you know? Yeah. And for people who are like, I'm just in it for the money. I'm like, I have nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's, that's true. To me, the way that I grew up, like, there's nothing wrong with that because I understand the money is important. I agree, too. It's unfortunate it's, yeah. that it's that way, but if you're in it for the money, cool, mm-hmm. make your money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't hustle people. Exactly. Right? That's don't, true. Don't, like, you know, uh, um, what's the best way to put it? Like, don't, don't hurt other people in order to make your money. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And I completely understand That's that. That's true. However, I feel as if, if money is not a factor, the quality of your work is going to be uh, just, it's going to hit a whole nother level. Yeah. It's going to resonate to a completely different level with yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I guess the, rea- the reality of it, it for poetry now is you can't expect anybody to buy your product. Right. You have to find joy in some other way and you have to get a, another fucking job. Right. You've got to find another way in this world. It's true. Yeah. It's just, you're not going to live off your poetry. Right. Right. A yeah. musician has a chance, but a very slim chance. Very, yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they've almost lost it as well. Yeah, it's true. And seriously. Yeah, it's there's totally brilliant true. musicians out oh, there. Oh, yeah. And there's brilliant have, writers. Yeah. And there's brilliant writers. And there's also shitty writers, like shitty yeah. writers that get published, mm-hmm. right? And I read their stuff. I'm like, how the fuck did you get published? Yeah. But at the same time, I can't really say much because I'm not published. <laughs> you know, like I'm not like an amazing yeah, writer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. also read their work and I'm just like, come on, really? You know, and then I see some like amazing writers. For example, like um, on different websites, mm. whether they be bloggers or like yeah, you know, yeah. you know, um, uh, poets or even like short story writers, I'm like, wow, this writing is very good. Like, this is something that I would pay for, mm-hmm. right? And then I would compare their work to like novelists who are quote unquote New York Times bestsellers, <laughs> and I'm just like, there's no comparison. Yeah. This person who wrote a short story mm. or maybe like a fraction of the book that this individual wrote is obviously significantly better. Right. Yeah, in terms yeah. of the writing and in terms of their message and in terms of the the contents, right? The quality of their of their story. Yeah. But at the same time, they have nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Their posting online is for free and people get to read it. Yeah. And then this person over here gets like whatever a contract and they get published. Ten thousand dollars signing know, bonus. Whatever it may yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know the numbers, of course. And I'm not gonna and don't get me wrong, like I'm not gonna sit here and say like, Oh yeah, all novelists get paid money, right? Or get they get paid like a significant amount of money, but at the same time, it's there, yeah. right? They are getting compensated in some way. Whereas the person who may not, who have been in it just as long as other individual, may not get compensated the appropriate way that they're supposed to get com- you know, compensated. So it's very unfortunate. It is. It is. And, and the same thing goes for poets. Yeah. You know, the same thing goes for poets. Um, and any other art artists, right? Yeah, it's, you know, art's hard. You know, yeah, it's just like, yeah. yeah. The in, my, in my opinion, in my opinion, at this point, you're, di- you're completely disillusioned if you think you're an artist that will make money right and my think you're an artist know you're an artist right do what you want figure out a time to do it right work on your time you know but you have to eat right it's true you know and if you happen to make money off of your creative endeavor that's fucking awesome right that's great that's what you do the the number one goal is survive live mm-hmm. thrive love life like right. this podcast right there you go yeah you got and to me that's as a poet the, the most important thing for poetry if you want to be a poet experience the world yeah you don't have to write down anything in fact walt whitman said the greatest poet is illiterate really yeah really interesting um or was that i think it was walt whitman it was either walt whitman or um 
like Thoreau, one of those transcendentalists who believed like they would go out in the woods and find like somebody living in the woods. This is what a poet is. Yeah. (laughs) This is a poet. He can't read or write. Yeah. But he's cutting down his own tree. Right. And providing for his family. Right. And doing whatever the hell he wants. Right. He understands like the intricacies of like the world. Of what life means. That's what poetry is. That's what these old poets would say. Right. It doesn't you don't have to write anything down. To me, poetry is going into somebody's house and sharing a meal with them. Right. That's poetry. Yeah. That's why I love food so much. To me to me it's 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 the same thing. To connect with people, you gotta eat their food. Yeah. And you, you sit across from somebody and to me it's a miracle. It's a miracle when two I'm getting a little James Joyce here. Yeah. But when you have one consciousness on one side of the table and another consciousness on the other side of the table right. and they're connecting, and they're connecting in some connecting. way, oh, yeah, man. that's what poetry that's is. That's the way to do it. No, I yeah. totally agree. I, I, I completely and firmly believe like that the best way to connect with people is through food, yeah. it's through drink, and it's through true. conversation. That's true. doesn't matter if you agree but you or you disagree. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you like each other or not. You can understand each other on a completely different level yeah. just by sharing that time with mm-hmm. each other. You know, so I, I'm totally with you on that one. I can tell if I'll be best friends with somebody. Yeah. As soon as I have a meal with them. Yeah. Like it's true. Just, just just to know. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually. Or when I start drinking with them. Yeah. Yeah. And we start talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> <We> start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, I mean, some, I don't get me wrong. Like, I agree with you to an extent. I think that, like, you can totally tell, like, if you can have certain relationships or maybe even easier relationships with somebody. That's true. Easier is a good word. Easier is a good word. Um, But sometimes some relationships take a little bit longer. That's true. You know? And uh, um, I know in my experiences that for some people, they will tell me that like, oh, you, you have, you grew on me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well that's said. That's, that's well something said too. That's yeah. something that I've heard a lot. Like you, you grew You've on me. Like on at, me, yeah. in the beginning, you were just like kind of like one of these like yeah. fucking assholes. Like I just didn't understand. But after I understood you a little mm-hmm. bit, then I understood. You know what I'm saying? Then, then like I completely like yeah. comprehended like who you were and why you were that way. And I think it's the same way for a culture. That's right? true. And other people, you know, in their yeah. backgrounds, you know, like you didn't understand it at first, and it took a little bit of time for you to like really comprehend it and learn a little bit more about it or that yeah. person or that individual or whoever they may be. Um, and then after that, then you're like, okay, you know what? I can appreciate that person. Yeah. So sometimes it happens right away, and then other times it, it takes a little bit of time. That's true. Which that is, is completely true. fine, is you true. know. But I'm also the same way as you, like where most of the time I can have like a meal, yeah, or just like and you drink, can, like, you know, just a drinking like, session, how just, like, they're eating, and I know, how they're drinking. I know. Yeah. I'm like right there with you, man. I'm For like sure. I'm totally right there with you. you and know? that's honestly, if we want to talk a little bit about Korea, you know, yeah. we're in Korea, um, right? I don't right. think this is a Korean podcast. No, I'm pretty sure I put that in the introduction actually. Like, this takes place in Korea, yeah, but it's not just yeah. a Korean podcast. Anybody but who can speak English can come over. If we want to talk a little bit and maybe transition yeah. into uh, living abroad or whatever, bucket I don't list. know. We got to get to That's bucket list. That's what we got to get a bucket list, man. But I will say this. That is why, one reason why I really do love living in Korea Yeah, is the people and the way they eat connects with me, man. Yeah. Like, they when you go out with Koreans yeah. and they're drinking, oh, yeah. that's when they open up. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and they eat we can talk too. about that in the third like section. Yeah. Man. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree, man. Experiences yeah. living abroad. Dude, one of our favorite things about Korea is the panchan. Oh, banchan. Jesus Christ. Oh, banchan. That's my shit. Hell yeah. I'm tainted. That onion, like, that when onion I go back salad? to the States. Oh, man. Ah, <sighs> uh, nah, I know. And for those of you who don't know, like panchan is essentially like side dishes. Yeah. That you yeah. get for free. 
right? So, so we'll just imagine good. going to Mashi like a restaurant. So yeah, <laughs> so oh, so which means delicious. Yeah, so essentially, well, you're getting like a lot of like uh, mini dishes. Mm-hmm. So like in America, right, side dishes. If you go to a restaurant, you might get yeah. like mixed you vegetables it, or like a salad, yeah. right? Mashed potatoes, French fries, whatever, corn, whatever. So imagine these side dishes being free dishes. Yeah. And you can order them as much unlimited. as you want. They're like unlimited, yeah. right? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. So, of course, the side dishes here are different. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the side dishes can be very good. That's true. You know, and some of them can be just kind of shitty. Like, Have you had, like, uh, have you gone to Jeonju and had a good makgeolli meal? No. You got to do that. I got to do we that. We got to go together and I'm do down. that. With Mike, too. Mike would love that. Yeah. So, but when when you go to the makgeolli places yeah. in Korea, they do, um, you order the alcohol. Yeah. Makgeolli is a rice wine, for yeah. those of you who don't know. you right. know It's amazing. It's uh, a creamy... It, I would say it's about the alcohol content of beer. Yeah. Maybe a little bit higher. Uh, Yeah, right? a little bit higher. Milky. Maybe 7, 6 or 7%. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's like a milky alcoholic beverage. Right. But if you go to Jeonju, you don't order food. You order just a kettle of makgeolli, and they bring food with it. Free food. I like it. Yeah. That sounds amazing. And then... The here here's what's awesome. You got to do it. Yeah. You finish one kettle. You got to go with a big group. Yeah. Because you got to drink a lot. You finish one kettle, which is like the size of your head. Yeah. Then you rattle the the little bell. Yeah. They bring another kettle and they bring slightly higher quality food. Oh shit! You finish that kettle. Ring the bell. Yeah. Slightly higher quality <gasps> food. By the time you're on kettle number six or seven, it's yeah. like fucking nakji lobster like. What? Uh, yeah, seriously. I want to go. It's like a game. How do we do this? <laughs> I want to do this as soon as possible. I'm going Saturday. Let's go. What are you no doing shit. Tomorrow? Seriously? Yeah, for real. Saturday. Dude, Saturday, I get off of work at 6. What time are you going? We're leaving at 4. Fuck. But if you come if you come to Jeonju, right, I guarantee you the party will still be going. Damn. Do, <laughs> you how work far on is Saturday? Yeah, so my schedule is a little weird. Oh, so I work, I like, I work Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and we'll I work, on Saturday work. I work. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Fucking but, work. Yeah. I, uh, to be honest with you though I really like my job I like that's my, great I like my no, colleagues I, too. I love my students I do too yeah, I, I just like... started working at Keist actually oh so. really how was that fucking amazing yeah I heard it's good it's so the work environment's amazing nice that's the way that you know it, a good job really makes the difference it's true that um, is true and I've worked shitty jobs before and I know like it doesn't matter like a lot of the times if you have good colleagues yeah. like it will alleviate a lot of the pressures that's true um, of the job yeah. for sure for real but if you have good colleagues and you have a good job and you have a good yeah. schedule it makes life so much easier and mm-hmm. it makes life so much better for you sure know what I'm saying? like the yeah. quality of life is better um and i i get paid pretty well but i know i get paid less than other people yeah um which is fine because again my colleagues and my work environment is amazing so it doesn't really bother me as much yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying but for people in that's a, the key though that's it's true. the key it's it's your colleagues yeah the work environment totally agree totally yeah that's totally that's the agree. most important thing yeah and i'm just just to backtrack yeah. a little bit how far is jangju from here because that's just okay yeah let's we need to do this sorry <laughs> i'm drinking so much soju i'm probably yeah. bouncing Dude, around okay here. so at this point uh we're both pretty tipsy yeah i'm on my third bottle myself here which is pretty intense that's pretty good man we have more we can always get more all right we're gonna keep going i don't know if i told you this or not but like the guy (laughs) uh june uh was here last time 
and because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I still don't. To you know, <laughs> you're yeah. doing great. Though. Yeah, because I still don't know what I was doing. Like he was like, dude, I gotta take a piss because he was drinking, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, go yeah. take a piss, man. Yeah, go. I don't, I don't know if I can pause this or not, but like, whatever, <laughs> just go do it. So there's like a good like three minutes of like the podcast where you just like hear him in the bathroom like that's pissing. Great, that's brilliant. And I'm just in yeah. the mic, just like, I'm sorry, guys, I don't know what to do in this. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So we might have to do like the same yeah, thing and just like yeah. disappear for a couple of minutes and do what we need yeah. to do. So yeah, I've man. actually been trying to do like you know mukbang. No, what's that? You don't know muk. You're a food lover. You got to know mukbang. I don't know what it is. Korean Tell eating, okay. eating channels. Yeah. It's just videos of people eating. Oh shit! Okay, I know. What you, that know is. you know, you yeah, know what I'm talking about. I just about. didn't know. My wife and I channel. actually do mukbang. It's different though. It's like we try to find really like rare but popular food because Korea is so closed off. Yeah. With internet searches. Okay. And oh, true. so we like, we yeah. are very Epicurious. Yeah. We're very Epicurious. We really want to go find the best of whatever. Nice. Right. So we'll like seek out like really popular, like in Seoul, we went to Galmegisaw, which is a diaphragm, uh-huh. pork diaphragm. Huh. The lines, like it was, they were serving probably 200 people out of a tiny kitchen. Shit, really? At the same time. They had a whole parking lot full of barbecue tables. Damn. Really crazy. But we just film it and it's like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Sometimes the videos are boring. Yeah. You know, we're not talking. Yeah. Sometimes they're hilarious. Whatever. It, the whole thing is like, if you go to the bathroom, you still film. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, why I not? Like that, I like yeah. that style. It's very natural. Exactly. And I, and I like that. And don't get me wrong, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, when I listen to other podcasts, they're very professional and I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I also like just like the natural flow of things. For sure. You know? Yeah, this and is it's very just like, natural. Yeah, and that's like and that's that. what I like. And that's what really makes to me like some podcasts really unique. Um like when I listen to like Joe Rogan, for example, mm. you know, for the most yeah, part he should just I, listen, I listen to that podcast. They just like talk about whatever. Yeah. And it's like and don't get me wrong, <laughs> like I I don't want to say emulated, but I essentially kind of wanted to do something similar to that. That's good. Where though. I was really able to like just interview somebody and just really get to know them. Yeah. You know? And Joe Rogan's famous, mm-hmm. you know, he definitely had, and he always has famous people on. Yeah. But for me, I'm not famous and I don't really want to be famous. Like I really don't. I want yeah. famous money. I just yeah. don't want to be famous. <laughs> you know, there's a difference, <laughs> That's you know, true. but what I realized I like when, that. I, when I wanted to do this podcast, I was like, you know, I really want to get to know. And originally I was thinking about this too. Like I really wanted to get to know the common man. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was what I was originally going to name this podcast. The, the common, the man. common man. Right. I like that too. And I but love and life is better. Yeah. I think loving life was better. And that's what I chose, obviously. So like, I was like, I really wanted to know the common man, right? Yeah. The common person. Person, the average person, right, who is just as good as you know the next person, yeah. right? But they don't have that fame, they don't have that, you know, that status, you know, for example, or they may not have that money or whatever yeah. it may be, or the education. For and example. hopefully, hopefully, it's just as interesting. Yeah, ex- exactly. Because I, I because think it every, is. Everybody... I listened to every episode of your podcast. Like, every... It was interesting. To me. Exactly. You know, and yeah. well, thank you very much. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not bragging, of course. No, but no, I... no. I messaged you like as soon as I, I was like, this oh, is really? Great. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm like, and, and essentially, what I'm saying is like, you know. You know, these people were very interesting when you listen to these very prominent podcasts, yeah. and that's great. But, like, everybody in the world is just as interesting. That's true. Everybody has this story, and they have this background. They have a passion. Yeah. They have a bucket list. They have things that they want to do, you know? And everybody should be able to relate to that in some yeah. way, shape, or form. And ideally, it would be really cool if I knew every language, and I was able to do these interviews with yeah. every single person in every single country. And honestly, it would be very cool if somebody could do, like, the same thing of what I'm doing or something similar and yeah. do that in their country. 
You know, you just get to know everybody because I think true. everybody has a voice and they should be able to share their yeah. voice. Do you know, uh, so. have, you heard, have you heard of the blog uh, Humans of New York? Yeah, I know Humans of New York. Yeah. It's most, very similar to most that. Most people have told me that it's very similar to that. Yeah. 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 But I, I've heard of it, now but I've never unoriginal. really explored it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good, If I don't know. As somebody who used to live in New York for a yeah. while, it's like, I, I always go back back to that blog really i need yeah. to check it out it's all just comment it it's just normal people yeah normal people and then he gives like one paragraph little story yeah. about this person that's it's, tight. it's brilliant yeah that's tight yeah i need to check it out so people will tell me like oh it's kind of similar to that i'm like he did a yeah. he did a cool ted talk you should on youtube really and he talked about how like in the media everybody's trying to find the best story yeah and it's oversaturated media true it's made us scared yeah. scared to go outside because right. There's murderers and rapists yep. mm-hmm. and horrible people. Mm-hmm. But he's like, the majority of people, 99.9% of people are not going to rob you. Right. They're not going to hurt you. Right. They're just good people. Yeah, Normal. Exactly. They want to be... Everybody wants the same thing. They want they want to be happy and they want right. their family to be happy. Exactly. That's yeah. all it is. It's yeah. All, that's, that's what That's all it is. About. I mean, in my travels, you know, and even my time in the States, of course, you know, because you know, I was born and raised there, but my travels abroad, it's the same thing everywhere yeah. around, across the world. The same thing. That's so true. Yeah, I agree. It, no, there's like, everybody's just like, I'm just trying to live life. Because if you think about it, right? And mm-hmm. every, you know this as well as anybody else does. But like, life is short. Yeah. You know? And as far as we know, this is the only life we've got. Yeah. Right? That's For the most true. part. As far as so we like, know, yeah. As far as we know. You know what I'm saying? As, <laughs> as, as like, as a fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as we know, this is... This YOLO, is, right? Is exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know no. M.I.A.? Have you heard of M.I.A.? Uh, the, no. the singer Paper Planes? No, you don't know. You know, I think if you heard that song, maybe if I heard the song, then I would know. But she has a song called um, Yala, Y-A-L-A. You always live again. Oh, because she and she talks about like uh, she's from Sri Lanka. Yeah. At the end, she's like, where I come from. Yeah. Uh, you're reincarnated. You know, you're reborn. You're reincarnated, yeah, yeah. That, that's a very prominent. So why do we philosophy? keep doing the same shit? Yeah, she says. A, she's, a, a, she's a hip hop artist. So oh, she's really? Like, why do we keep doing the same shit? Again I gotta check it again out. Again and again. It's a really good song. That's tight. I gotta yeah, check it out. You should. But yeah, I you mean, would like it. Yeah, yeah I, th- like I think it. I would. I mean, hip hop is my main genre of music, which you probably already know at this point. So, but yeah, no, I totally believe that. Like, you know, we only live once, and I think that most people. And I would argue this, that, like, most people just, you know, they want to live their life. They want to have a true. good life. Yeah. You know, they want to just, you know, make sure that their family is okay. And nobody wants to be pushed to the limit. Like, exactly. nobody wants to be pushed to violence or to do things that they really don't want to do. Like, nobody wants to yeah. do that shit. It's so you know? true. And if you watch if you watch media, if you only focus on media, yeah. you get this skewed perspective of humanity. Yeah. Like, let's take North Korea, for example. Yeah. I guarantee you that 99.9% of the people in North Korea want exactly what we just said. It's true. They want to be happy and they want their family to be happy. Yeah. They're going to do whatever they, they possibly can to, make to get the happen. least amount of political interference. Right. If that means, you know, bowing to a picture of their leader, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do. Because they don't, they don't really care about that action. They just care about being happy. Exactly. That's what they have to do to be happy. Yeah. So they're not like bad people. Yeah, no, you know I, what I mean. I yeah. totally agree with you. You know, I totally agree with you. Everybody knows. Everybody in the world knows that. But when you're teaching, I used to teach five year olds. Yeah, that concept is really new. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. They're just like, what, what? And you're like, every well, North Korean farmer doesn't want to hurt me. It's like, yeah, no, they don't. They're normal people. Yeah, there's five year olds in North Korea too, and right. You know, it's they're they're happy, normal people. Right. They would be friends with you. It's you true. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and again, like, I mean, I haven't traveled as extensively as other people have, but you know, in in my travels yeah, and in my either. experiences, like everywhere I've been, 
you know let's transition there's always yeah. there's always been like good people and they're just like even though you may not be able to communicate with them they're just like hey man you know nice yeah. to meet you you know enjoy your time here in my country That's so true you it know it means so and much then, to people. and then and it's like even just like walking around yeah. you know walking around the parks and just like walking around the stores and you just see people doing the same thing everybody's eating good food and they're just like going shopping yeah. and they're just like enjoying each other's friendship and food is so and important in that and equation too. it's true it's, it's it totally really true. is and there's and there's just lovers in the park and there's just people yeah. who are being friends and there's yeah. just this it's the same shit everywhere around the world everywhere i go that's everywhere the around the Let world t- i'll tell a story right yeah. well, let's transition into the let's do it we didn't do bucket list yet though. no not yet okay so, we can do the stories and then we'll stories and bucket list yeah um, cause it's a good way to talk about it. All right. I'm down. So let's talk, I'll, I'll tell about a story that illustrates this for me. Um, my wife and some friends, we went to a little tiny Island in Korea Yeah, called Bijindo. Okay. Um, it, you have to take a ferry from Tongyong to get there and you're just, when you're on this Island, there's no cars. It's like a remote Island. That's tight. And we were cooking out and grilling out, but we ran out of food. So we were like, let's go into the village and just see if there happens to be a restaurant. I don't know. If not, we'll get ramen at the at the mart okay. or whatever. Yeah. Because they had that. You <laughs> of know. course. We're not yeah, going to starve. Yeah, you know, there course. was always a mart. Yeah. Always a mart. That's true. But we're walking around and I see uh, like this house on the hill and it had a fish flag. So I was like, oh, maybe that's a restaurant. So like we start walking towards that way and this really kind Ajima like pops up and she was like... Um, you know, Anyanseo, uh, how can I help you? And I was like, Restaurant Odietseo, which means, where is a restaurant? Right. And she was like, Come up here, up here, up here. I was like, Okay, this is a restaurant. So, like, my wife and I go up there and I call my friends because they're searching. This village is tiny. Right. And I was like, Hey, guys, you know, it's a restaurant. Come up. And we sit out their table, and they first thing they do is bring me two different beers, like Hogarden and Cloud or something. Nice. And I said, Omaeo, which yeah. means how, how much. much is it? Yeah. yeah. And she she goes, ah, she got, you know, she was kind of drunk already. Right. And she put both beers down. And I'm at a table with like a whole family nice. of Koreans. And I'm like, this is a restaurant, right? Yeah. I just asked how much. Um, how much is this one? You know, I wanted the whole garden and she put both beers down, opened both of them up and like gave them both to me. That's awesome. And then I was like, there was one like a Korean that could speak English. And I was like, you know, what just happened? And they're like, this is her house. We're all a family. Oh shit. And I was like, oh my God, I yeah. thought this was a restaurant. Yeah. Cause they're preparing the barbecue. Everybody's drinking. And that's one of those moments where it's like, they just wanted they didn't care. I was a foreigner looking right. for a restaurant. And right. she was like, you come here. Yeah. And they fed us. They, they fucking fed us. We drank with them. It was a beautiful moment. That's the way to do it, man. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. See, yeah. that's, and that's the, the type of stories that like, I love to hear. You no, know? it's great. It doesn't matter like how, like, yeah, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. I'll you know? never forget that. Yeah. Never. And that's, and, and like you said, like one of the best ways to connect with people is through food and drink, mm-hmm. you know? And you know, there's it a lot. Is. There's a lot of people who are against like alcohol, and that's fine. That's your prerogative. That's yeah. the way you feel. No, I don't. I don't have any. I mean, hey, yeah, you me and you, we don't have any issues. Yeah, uh, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But at the same time, like you know, alcohol has been in you know a part of humanity for yeah ever. You know, and I can't sit here and say like you know since the dawn of existence. Of you know, existence. you know, but beer was at the like, same time like it's beer been was there. like. I think there are some scholars that think beer was created before bread, even really. 
Yeah. Well, if that's the case, beer they they <laughs> they think beer led to the creation of bread. Really? Yeah. They huh. first. So there are some people that think um, barley and wheat fields. Yeah. Were originally for beer beer production, <laughs> not bread production. That's tight. Very interesting. That's yeah. tight. I mean, I'm glad bread came out of it. If that's the case. <laughs> exactly. Bread is amazing. Yeah, 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 and that that's another. We can talk about bread a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, think about there. the world without bread. It's crazy. Shit. I'm I'm kind of skeptical of the whole world. gluten thing. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Because we have this is like the most ancient food. Yeah. Literally the most ancient food that we still eat. Yes. And just in the past 20 years, there's yeah. an allergy to it. I don't no, know if I believe it's, it. It's not gluten. It's, it's other Exactly. Chemicals. It's the chemicals yeah. that they put in white bread. Yeah, I agree. In fucking... If you, if you eat naturally fermented bread, yeah. I would... I wish somebody would do a study. Yeah. There, like, go to gluten-free people. Yeah. Give them naturally fermented bread, which we don't eat now. Right. Uh, actually, tout le jour does yeah. naturally fermented bread. Really? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I got to check that there out. Are, yeah. There are some there are some Korean bakeries that do it. Well, there's a bakery around here called in in Yudan and Yudan okay. Bakery and they they're really good. Nice. Nice. Um but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that actually there's yeah. a documentary, I forgot what it's called. There's only like four episodes. Mm. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah. And Where they go like, through air, fire. Air, yeah, yeah exactly. I've seen that. And the yeah. air one is about bread, bread specifically. Yeah, yeah. And and I totally agree. And actually, it's very interesting because um, one of the podcasts I like to follow. Have you ever heard of Kind of Funny? No, I haven't. Yeah. So they're like, uh, they're a podcast. They do like, main, it's mainly video games. I see. But they do like this ga- this show called The Game of Greggy Show, which is like a different uh, section um, of their podcast. Or of their like their uh, their business, yeah. And one of the guys on there who I like, I highly um, respect and admire. His name is Colin Moriarty, and I respect and admire all of them to be honest with you. But one of them is name is Colin Moriarty, and he has consistently uh, spoke about his Italian background. He yeah. comes from an Italian yeah. background, so he said he always told like he tells like he like he grew up eating pasta and bread and, like and all this other yeah, crazy shit every meal. Probably. And then like he went to the doctors one day. <laughs> and the doctors are like, "Oh, you're allergic to gluten," and he's just like, "No, you're <laughs> fucking wrong. I come from an Italian background. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking way that I'm allergic to gluten. Yeah. You're wrong." Yeah. And they're like, "No, gluten. like this is the case." And then he was like, "No, you're, that doesn't make any sense. Like logically, it makes no sense. You're wrong. Do the test again." So yeah. they do the test again, and and this is not verbatim, by the way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he so they do the test again. He come they come back and they're like, "Yeah, no, we we were wrong. Yeah, you're not allergic to gluten." He's like, "I know. <laughs> I've been you're eating it. St- I've been eating it forever. It doesn't yeah. make any damn sense. Like I'm just automatically allergic now. It doesn't it's make like any- it's like the fear of MSG. I mean, it's kind of like a fad. I yeah. think. Um, and, 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 and I get the, it." The, the, I get people want to be healthy now. There are certain like I have friends that have like lupus, like really hardcore health problems. Right. I understand when they can't ingest beer, bread, things like that. Right. However, what I don't understand, I mean, like just to shout out, like the people with legit medical problems. Yeah. It's different than. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, gluten makes me feel a little bit strange. Right. To me, it's it's probably in your brain, or it might be probably something else in the crappy bread that you ate true you know yeah yeah no and and more people are health conscious nowadays which is great and i also think that unfortunately in the usa there have been a lot of you know companies that have uh taken advantage of you know the 
the laws and the policies yeah. and of what they can get away with it's putting product putting in our yeah. food um and our bodies have reacted to that yeah you know and people I are like agree. oh it's gluten's fault yeah. like it's not gluten's fault the problem is is that it's we we are blaming it on gluten when mm-hmm. we should be blaming it on other things yeah but we can't blame it on those things because there's some pretty good yeah. <laughs> lobbyists <laughs> exactly and I, I respect lobbyists but I also kind of hate them at the same time. Yeah. Um, and our friends who are lobbyists. You know what? Here, you know, here's what sorry. I'll say about lobbyists. Yeah. Good job. And, and, you know, you're you <laughs> are operating in a system. Yeah. And you here's here's what I think. Any business will do whatever they can in a system to yeah. make the most money. Of course. And and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's the system itself. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. I in agree. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, and I've talked to a lot of my friends about this before. Um, you know, capitalism is not necessarily a bad economic system. Of course it's not. Um, it's, it, it's, come it's a, on. It's a great system it's and it's all right. It's the best system. It's, it's only when people. It's the most proven system. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, actually. I, in my opinion, I agree with you. But at the same time, when people start putting profit above human beings. Right or your well, let me ask beings, you. This. That's when it starts getting bad. Here, here's a scenario, right? Yeah. Let's say because right now there's a law against video cameras in going back to my background with butcher shops and right. Right now there is a law, a law written by the government that butcher butcher factories mm-hmm. cannot be filmed. It's illegal. Ooh, it's illegal okay. to, for a camera to come in there. Right. Tell me that is not an obvious like bullshit lobby law. No, yeah, it's obvious. Come on, imagine if that law didn't exist, and let's say Tyson Chicken. Yeah, they say I want to put CCTV mm-hmm. in all of my factories, and you can stream it online and see how ethically we treat our chickens. Mm. More people will buy Tyson Chicken. Would I you totally agree? agree with you. Okay. Yeah. This is what free market can do because of the internet. I actually think yeah. that the free market can't exist without the internet. Right. But now I'm talking about CCTV, streaming online. Right. Go to Tyson.com. Look at how we treat our chickens. Look at how clean we are. Right. Watch, you can see us wash our hands. Not only does the quality of product improve, people, less people get sick, more people buy Tyson chicken right. than the next competitor. But you're they're always, gonna say we're doing high def, I, yeah, right. high def fucking <laughs> HD, CCTV. 1080p. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, that's the beauty of the free market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can create markets like that. Yeah, but with government intervention, we have laws against it, right? Because um, Tyson doesn't want clean product. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cost yeah, too much. Yeah, it, it can go. It can go both. It can go both ways for sure. Yeah, yeah. It can go both ways. I understand. And that's that. the thing, like you know, and 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 again, like ultimately, I believe that, um, capitalism is not a terrible system. It has done terrible things. Yeah. That can't be debated, in that's my opinion. So true. However, um, you know, so it needs to be regulated. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, in the system that we have today. Money talks more mm-hmm. than, or money has more power. Than, yeah, than, it's than, the system than the that human, we have it, yeah. than the human voice, right? And that's and that's pretty much yeah. what I'm saying. It's a so, sad system. And, and and like I said earlier, like when profit is the main, you know, uh, proponent of like your business model, yeah. then naturally you're going to you know build into that system that is already a problem. Yeah, naturally you're going to manipulate the system to make the most profit. Exactly. And that, that's the thing. I, f- I feel like people, at least my opinion, people get confused. They want to regulate 
the business instead of regulate the system. True. In my opinion. Exactly, yeah. And the system should be regulated. Exactly. The system should yeah. be regulated. There shouldn't yeah. be lobbyists. Yeah. And and again, like, you know, I mean, we, we grew up in a capitalistic system and I'm not against socialism. Yeah. I'm not against communism. And I think that those two things, and they are different. Yeah. Um, those two things can work in theory. Yeah. And I think that they can also work in practice. It worked in Latin America and a lot of places. It, it, exactly. And the CIA made, made sure it made stopped. Made sure it stopped. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's which is sad. Yeah. I think and now we're beyond, we're beyond every... Because of the internet, we are beyond every ism. And you're, you're aware of cryptocurrency. You're aware of like future technologies. Yeah. The isms we used in 1950 yeah. are outdated. Mm-hmm. Capitalism, communism, whatever fucking ism, mm-hmm. anarchism. We're beyond labels. Yeah. And that's what I think the next step is. Like creating a new ism. What is the new, what is the next what ism? Is the next one? You yeah, know, we're, we're done new. with the old ones. Yeah. Because <clears throat> capitalism isn't capitalism anymore. Communism right. isn't communism anymore. It's true. Yeah, they you know evolved. what I mean. They yeah. leave, I, they have either evolved, like yeah. evolved, or have in some ways disintegrated. That's right. True because too. because even in this you know regard, like I don't think that there would be like a pure communism system. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there is such thing, and I don't think there's a pure you know capitalist system either. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's just been um, what's the best way to put it. It's been saturated, yeah. and we've used that word a few times, but I think that's the best word for yeah. this. For this, yeah. you know, for this in this particular conversation, politics are just so difficult. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So difficult. I totally agree. You it, know, in the funny good thing, is, we're discussing it like pretty tipsy, so we're doing pretty. Good. I know this. Is, we we brought up the like the most serious issue. Yeah, with and like the and like fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two bottles, three bottles in the soda. I'm almost done with my yeah. third bottle, man. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I think we should pause this and take a piss break. All right, let's do it. All right, let me see if I can do this shit. I think I'm gonna fuck this up. Oh, cool. So it picks up. Okay, it picks up right we're there. We're good. We're good. Yeah. After our nice little, little pee break. Pee break. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't think people know that we had a pee break until, yeah. like, we because didn't. I paused it. And then they it was, will like, never know. one, two seconds, and then we just came back yeah. from it. Yeah. Until yeah. we just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Do you have enough soju and everything? Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm After this, man, I got to stop. Okay. Third bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to make the wife mad. Well, she wouldn't be mad. It's just I want to get home. Oh, that's a good <laughs> I don't want to crash here. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. You just pass yeah. out like on the floor. Nah, she's cool. I was trying I'll to get her. I was and... trying to get her to come with me. I was like, you could do the podcast too. You Dude, need tell to meet her. her. You'll meet her. Yeah, yeah. yeah tell her to come, and we could yeah, do it separately, sure. or you, you know, you could just sit right there and look at us. Yeah, do she it. could watch us. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, she's the... cool. You'll meet her. You yeah. know, now that I know we're like Bitcoin friends. Yeah, Soju friends. Yeah, fucking. Well, Lit- we we talked about literature, Kipling, literature bit, friends, yeah, yeah, literature friends, yeah. Um, you know, you'll you, we'll we'll see each other. I'm again. down, man. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. And you know, totally. funny thing is, like, I've told people, like, hey, listen, I know this is weird <laughs> that you're gonna come here to this place you never met and had to like do this thing, but like, bring whoever you want. Yeah, I was like, you could bring a whole goddamn bodyguard if you want oh, to, <laughs> like bodyguard <laughs> unit. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. care, like whatever makes you feel comfortable. So. For sure. But yeah. you know, originally what I wanted to do was I wanted to get. Four mics, four mm. mic stands, right, and they get the like the audio interface slash mixer. That to couldn't do be that. cheap though. It's definitely more expensive. Yeah, I kind of want to do it in the future. Yeah. However, I also really appreciate the one on ones. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes if you have more than two people, like certain voices get drowned out. That's true. That's um, true. You know, three, four people, and I think the more people, like the merrier. Like yeah. I think you know, in in that regard, like I think it's definitely more fun. But at the same time, like. 
it's really hard to get to know once some person and really yeah. get like the amount of information yeah. that you really. This want format's from a great. This yeah, format's I, I think great. the one on ones are. I'm probably drowning you out anyway. Nah, man, you're no. The whole point is to talk about you, man. The whole point is to talk about you. I try to add my voice in there every now and then. You know, go from there. Well, so, it's a good voice. So we talked about um, talked about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But we, we definitely had we, we had our beginning topic, right? We talked about your passion. We had like a unique story in there. Food, poetry, Bitcoin. Right. Uh-huh. Story. And then story. And so why don't we talk about your bucket list? All right, I like and that. And then we'll go on from there. Yeah. Sure, sure. Dude, we're already at 10, 2 minutes and 13 minutes. Jeez. It's amazing. Dude, you're about to break the record. You might have to edit. I'm breaking the record. I'm not that, that's unbelievable. I don't. I'm not shit. that interesting. I don't so. edit nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the soju pulling me through, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no the editing. Power of soju. You know. You want to know why there's no editing? Because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, there, there's, there's the idea that a you don't know how to do it, but b yeah. I hate editing. I actually hate editing. I don't even, know either. even in movies. I like long tracking shots. Really? Yeah, I, I hate. Especially when I watch YouTube channels. Okay. I hate the YouTube channels that are like, oh, we're going to this restaurant now. Da, yeah. da, da, da. And then they explain it and then there's like a techno song while they're, right. you know. Right, right. Ah, As they're like setting up or whatever. Ah, it's just not yeah. real yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. I'm, I'm a weirdo. Though. I agree. No, I agree. I like the Most more real. Most people like that. I like the more real. You yeah, know, this like, is real. This podcast yeah. is real. That's what I like. And, yeah. but, but honestly, to be completely upfront, it's, it's a combination of both. Like, <laughs> I like the real. I also don't know how the fuck to edit. Yeah, don't well, learn. I mean, don't don't learn. learn. Don't I know, worry about I, it. I know don't how waste to do, your time. Yeah, I know how to do basic editing. Meet more interesting people. That's more worth it. Yeah. That's more worthy of your time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah no, I totally agree. I, I know how to do basic editing. It's just too much work. Yeah. It's That's way too true. much work. That's true. You know, I do basic. I do basic like, okay, we'll compress the files. We'll do the noise reduction. Yeah. We'll make sure that, you know, other things can happen. If there's anything oh, major yeah. that needs to be cut out. Like maybe I should have cut off the last episode mm. I did with June, like going to the bathroom <laughs> while <laughs> while we were recording. I probably should have edited that yeah. out, but like whatever, it's okay. You'll learn. I mean, it's it's a process. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but I'm and I've already said multiple times like on the show, I'm like I'm I don't, I'm learning. Yeah. So I'm hoping that over time I'll just get better. You know, it'll get better. Hopefully. So, anyways, Sorry, yeah. So let's get into list. let's get into your bucket list, man. I'm I'm curious. Shit, man. I, you know, you know. What's strange is th- this is the the question I was least worried about, and in my head I'm like I'm just gonna go by the fly. I, I don't know if I have a bucket list. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. The re- the reason being like I just want to take life as it comes, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, th- I'm going through some shit right now. Like my dad actually recently passed away. Oh shit, man! Uh, last Sorry. year, while I was in Korea, yeah. and he was actually coming to Korea to visit, like two weeks before he came, right. he passed away Damn. very suddenly. Ever since then, it's been like I've been really thinking about what it, what does it mean to like waste your time on Earth, right. you know? And to me, I'm always a person that's just like, let's go, let's do whatever. Yeah, like I'm going to Thailand in two weeks. I don't really have a hardcore itinerary. I just want to meet people. People is what matter. What matters to me. People are what matter to me. Right. I guess. Like, this podcast is great because it's people. You know, I like a chance to meet you, a chance to to meet people, and uh, so I guess I would say my bucket list is to just meet as many people as possible and have some sort of connection with them. Right. You know, that's that's what it is. That's what it's all about. The appeal of 
living abroad and traveling is that it allows you to do that, but also to access another culture and realize that culture is not a barrier. Right. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. You can get to know somebody even though they drink or eat differently than you. Totally true. You can get to know somebody even though they pray differently than you. Totally true. Yeah, um, I agree. You can get to know somebody even though they're, they have mandatory military service and you don't. Right. You know, whatever affects your culture, you can connect with people. Yeah. And that's the most important thing in life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think that... Unfortunately, we have this mindset that there are things that separate us more than that connects us. Yeah. yeah. And I don't agree with that. I think that if we allow ourselves to actually be open yeah. to the fact that we are more alike than we are different, mm-hmm. then, you know, we will be able to be a be- we-, we will be able to like be a better world and we will, yeah. we will be able to be yeah. better people to each other that's true you know because yeah. we are more connected than, than we think we are exactly we do have more exactly. similarities than we do differences yeah. unfortunately you know there are certain people in organizations and businesses and media yeah. outlets that focus on the differences mm-hmm. so we and they hone in on those differences that's so and true. then that's so true. and then they exacerbate those differences yeah. to the point where we feel like we need to be different um, and that we are completely different from other people when in reality we're not, Yeah, you know, and, and like we said earlier, we want the same things. We yeah. want to do the same things and, mm-hmm. you know, we appreciate the same things. you know, food and drink and music and, you know, arts and, you know, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I totally agree with you. And if that's on your bucket list, that's all you really need. Yeah. Because I'll say my, my bucket list comes down to one thing. Yeah. Saying yes. Right. Saying, okay. No matter what, no matter what comes say yes at least once right and if you don't like it once then say no the next time right you know but you'll you know you'll find that there's very few things that you don't like that's just my opinion no i agree totally agree it's experiencing other people experiencing it connecting with other people connect uh, you know we have this thing called a consciousness that's so fucking miraculous right and we take it for granted every day that we're conscious of love and hate you know, that we're actually conscious of the idea of, of meeting people. And we take it for granted that it that it exists, that we actually have consciousness. We're not animals. Right. You know, people, I feel like a lot of people want to say we're animals. We have animalistic ideas and tendencies. Right. In my opinion, I, I'm, you know, you, you probably have a little idea of my politics, but in my opinion, bias and prejudice is bred into us through institutions. I don't think it's natural. No, I agree. I don't think it's natural for me to hate or envy somebody of a different ethnicity, color, race, religion, whatever. I think that institutions create the differences in us. Right. And what... You know, once we can connect with people, I'm, that's that's what my bucket list is, to always say yes. And it means a lot to me, you know, knowing what I went through last year, my father pass, passing away very suddenly, um, just just never, never being satisfied with saying, I don't have the money, I don't have, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources, I don't have the vacation. You know, you just got to go. You just got to move. Right. You got to say yes. And all those factors, right? How much money you have, how much vacation you have, how much whatever you have, you've got to find a way to manipulate that to experience life. 
Because that's the reality. We're not rich. We're not famous people. We're right. not people who have unlimited resources. You've got to eat. You've got to drink. You've, I mean, you've got to eat and drink water. You've got to have a place to live. Right. If you have a family, that's a beautiful thing. You've got to take care of your family. you got to be happy. But within all of that, you have to find a way to connect with another human being. Right. And the most important thing to me is connecting with another human being that's not in your culture, not in your religion, doesn't eat the same food as you, doesn't drink the same alcohol as you. Because that is what's going to, in my opinion, that's what's going to save this world. Right. That's what's going to make this world a better place. That I, I, That's my bucket list. Say yes. Go. Yeah. Do. Go do. Do whatever. That's amazing, honestly. Yeah. No, I mean, I think honestly, and like, you know, I said it before and I'll say it again. I think like if that's the only thing that's on your bucket list, that in and of itself is amazing. Yeah. You know, and just by saying yes, like you said earlier, just by saying yes, there are so many experiences that you can have. You know, whether it doesn't matter what it is, you know, just by yeah. saying yes yeah. to those yeah. different things, you mm-hmm. know, whether it be a cultural experience, for example, or just like a regular human yeah. life experience, like doesn't matter. And you might hate it. Yeah, of course. It might be horrible. Right. It's true. You know, it it's might, true. it might I've suck. Been, been there, done that. Exactly. Yeah, been there, done that. But at the but same time, it still, makes you learn. Yes. Yeah. The hate, the, the idea of the, the lack of enjoyment is right. still part of the human experience totally true you know yeah it's totally, it's worth it yeah. at the end of the day it's worth it yeah. you know and people are like well i don't have those i don't want to have those bad experiences yeah. but if you think about it in your life you have bad experiences it's true right and those bad experiences will shape you well let's to the talk person about who you are. let's talk about for a second bad experiences versus yeah. bad purchasing choices like oh, let, let's talk about consumerism <laughs> versus yeah going and doing okay if you have a bad experience while you're in another culture yeah usually that actually gives you joy right thinking about oh my god i can't believe you know i, I ate that hong and it was <laughs> yeah. disgusting oh right. my god i did that yeah, i did yeah. you know it's an experience a bad experience you had yeah i got sick and i was sick for two weeks and you'll tell your friends yeah you know, I ate Thai street food yeah. and it made me sick. Uh-huh. And you'll t- and for the rest of your life, you'll tell your kids, you'll share that experience. Yeah. As opposed to if you, let's say you spend your money on like a new phone. Yeah. And you, you hate the phone. You return it. You know, you're, you're not, it's not going to make you happy. Right. Even if you have a bad experience, it still gives you some joy. Uh-huh. And yeah. it still teaches you something. Exactly. It That's still true. teaches you something. Yeah. About yeah. your life, about somebody else's life too. Yeah. Yeah, and and honestly, I'm one of those people that I feel like uh, a lot of people don't really appreciate the yeah. the little things that they learn in life, right? Oh, this happened today, and this sucked. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sucked, but what did you learn from it? That's true. Right? What did you really get from that experience? Because that experience can change the way that you look at things. For and sure. that experience can change the way that you live your life. Yeah. You know, for the positive, you know, if you were able to apply it in that context. Yeah. So, no, I totally agree with you, man. You know, and um, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, and I and I can I hope that you continue living that. You know, yeah, I hope list. so too. I mean, and, what, and what like is said, a bucket list? To to, right? What is a bucket list? A bucket right. list is something you want to do right. so that when you're on your deathbed, yeah. Let's say if you're lucky enough to get to your deathbed, like you're in bed and you're ready to die, and you know, you know, you're lucky enough to not get hit by a bus or something, right? And you get to your deathbed. And you look at your bucket list and you say, I checked off all those things. Right. So I, my, my life, I, I can die happy. That's yeah. what a bucket list is, yeah, right? I agree. Yeah. 
So that's why I say my bucket list is not a checklist. It's yeah. just always saying yes. Yeah. And I think I think that when, if I make it to my deathbed, if I'm lucky enough to get to my deathbed, and I will look back and say I did say yes. Yeah. I didn't say no. I didn't say I can't make it work. I can't go do this. I right. can't experience this thing. I won't be happy. Yeah. So my bucket list is simply say yes. Yeah, that's 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 my bucket list. <laughs> that's great, man. No, that's amazing. You were I interrupted a little bit. No, it's fine. You were gonna say something. No, uh, I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember because that was amazing. It's the so yeah, yeah. It'll come back, man. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. So yeah, but you know what, man? Like, um, nah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for sharing. You know, and no, I, it's it's it's. I'm 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 totally dealing with it continually, but yeah. it's just you know. It's it's actually making my life better. My dad would be happy about that. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I loved my dad. I had a great relationship with him. Yeah. It sucked being like abroad when my dad passed away. Yeah, that's got to be a whole different holy like, shit. type of feeling. Yeah. But like at the same time, I knew he was proud of me. I knew, and and there are people who deal with crappy dads. You know, right. we're, we're if we bring in parents into this shit. Yeah. I feel lucky. I don't, you know, even though that he died young and suddenly, I feel lucky. I don't, I don't regret it, you know. Right. And, I, you know, it, it is what it is. And it, it gave me a whole new perspective on life. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing that you were able to take that unfortunate experience, yeah. right? And turn it into a good one. You know, and, and I really am, you know, and I just, I really am sorry. I should say that. Like, no, it's okay. It's you know, it's, I don't mean to bring in this head. head no, shit. I mean, but yeah, if you we're think on of, the, we're on soju bottle three. So right, shit's right, getting right. real. Yeah, now. yeah, for sure. I mean, but if you think about it, like, like death is one of those things that we know this is yeah, inevitable. Yeah, right? it's going to happen. But it's very hard to talk about, it, especially when yeah. other people are sharing their deaths. Because what else can you say besides like, I'm sorry? Yeah, there's no, really, and I don't expect you to exactly. say anything. I'm it's, the same way. Like, yeah. I don't expect, you know, and I appreciate, you know, and I appreciate when people are like, you know, yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. And like, of course, because I know you can't really do anything. Yeah. You can't really say anything that will help, like, you know, really take that pressure or take that pain away. That's true. You know? So like, and of course, when I'm saying it to you, I'm just like, you know, like, I'm glad that it's an unfortunate experience and I'm yeah. sorry it happened. Yeah. But at the same time, you were able to take something from it. Yeah, man. And hopefully and you were able to take that experience. It's and a testament like, you know. to my dad's life. Like, my dad is what pushed me to, to turn that into a positive thing. Exactly. Right. You know? And that's good, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and like you said, like, you were more fortunate to have you know, a dad in your life. Exactly. And you were fortunate to have yeah. that, exp- you know, um, have like wonderful experiences and have him, yeah. you know, teach you things and be a part of your hey, life. Man, and I, have got, a good I got friends whose parents, you know, they were just shit. I mean, they, they're still alive. Right. But they're just like they're shitty people. Yeah. My dad was, you know, so I'm like, dude, of go- course I had a better thing. Yeah. Than, did than you listen? That, did you, you know? listen to June's podcast? I did. I, I don't know if I... Dude, I need to listen to it again. It's like two hours and 20 minutes long. <laughs> he goes into his... I don't know if I listen to the whole thing. He will... He If you get into his podcast, which you totally should, because he's yeah. got some fucking crazy stories on there. I'll get into awesome it. Awesome guy. I'll go as soon as I go. His dad... Home. Holy shit. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not judging him. I'm not saying like, you know, yeah. you know, but I'm simply saying that like, you know... I think you had a better life. Uh, exactly. With, with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that you had exactly. better experiences. And, with I, your and dad. I, I'm, yeah. I, I realize that. Yeah. You know? And also, too, when when my dad passed away, there's just like people that I never had a relationship with. Right. Who came and were like, my dad passed away when I was 14. Right. You know, I know what you're going through. Right. Like, to me, that was another like sort of formation 
of human experience with me. I'm like, wow, this person I don't know right. went through something just as bad, if yeah. not worse. And yeah, I feel lucky. You know, I, I'm 30 years old, right. 29, right. almost 30. And I had him for 30 years and he was a great dad. Right. You know, yeah, everybody has problems. My dad had problems. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, nobody's perfect. Exactly. I mean, shit, but yeah. like, goddamn, you know. He was he was gonna fly to Korea. He's gonna fly halfway across the world to visit me. Yeah, that that means something. That's tight, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, but, I feel lucky. Yeah, I do. I mean, and that's just a testament to like how life is short. That's true. You, you know, you can't, and you, you don't can't waste you don't know it. when it's gonna happen. You cannot. You don't waste know how it. it's gonna happen for the most part. You know, some people might go like consult an oracle yeah. or <laughs> some fortune teller <laughs> or whatever true. but like you know yeah. most of the time it's just like you don't know what's going to happen you don't know how yeah. it's going to happen you can't you and can't waste it a lot of time there's no warning yeah exactly, exactly. and you can't waste yeah. it you know you can't waste it on a fucking job right like yeah, if, if sure. i mean i don't know i don't know who's who's going to listen to this but if you're in a job where you can't go and experience another culture. Yeah. I wouldn't have said this four years ago. Right. Four years ago, before I came to Korea, I would never have said this. Right. You know how they talk about second education? When you mm-hmm. live abroad, you get a second education. It's true, yeah. Shit is so true. Yeah, it's true. I wouldn't have said this before I lived abroad. But if your job is like holding you back from experiencing another human being that drinks different drinks right. eats different food prays different prayers you know they are doing something they are living in a different world than you then you you got to find a new job yeah. you've got to travel you've got to experience that right or you know find you know find ways in your community to to do that yeah of course yeah, yeah. you know don't just go to the same fucking church right. the same social group mm-hmm. the same 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 whatever same color skin same right. color same religion whatever it, it life is too short to be in that bubble i agree you know? yeah, yeah i totally agree yeah you know um conversely i also understand why people choose to do that That's i true. agree with you i think that like you know you shouldn't do that and i don't, I don't yeah. think people should you know stick to that bubble but i understand it's it's a comfortability zone it's very comforting it's very comforting and i get it i totally understand it mm. You know, and moving out of that comfortability zone is extremely difficult. It's hard. You know, it's yeah. very hard, you know. So, like, I, I'm, and again, you know, we're not judging you. And I'm speaking for you. And That's correct true. Me if I'm wrong, I agree. We're yeah. not judging you. No judgment. But, but if you go outside of your bubble, like, you know, you might find, you know, face some hard experiences. You may face some, yeah. like, you know, type of shit. That, like, oh, my damn. Like, why did I even do that to begin with? <laughs> but you can take so much from yeah. it. You know, you can totally take so much from yeah. it. So it's I was, totally worth it. I was talking to Courtney, my wife Courtney, today actually, and we were just talking about how the world is too big for one lifetime. Yeah, I agree. We were we were talking about that. Yeah. Like the world is, is there's too much out there yeah. for probably five lifetimes. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, it's, it's just it's not worth it to to waste your life at, on a on a job that doesn't allow you to yeah, to go to go see it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and know. you know, and even going back to like what we were talking about earlier in terms of like businesses and corporations, yeah. and they're not a bad thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like yeah. running a business, and running a corporation is not an easy thing. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, um, you shouldn't let that hold you back. You know, if you yeah. really truly and want to go do something, it's you should so make extremely to do com- that. complicated because you got to take care of your family. Exactly. Like priority number one is take care of your family, right? And like I'm not, I'm not me saying that is not like fucking quit your job, and, right? But 
I mean, there there are there are ways to engage in other communities besides like fucking uprooting your family and traveling exactly. and living in a, in a foreign country. It's true, yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm I'm just saying like you gotta find find what's keeping you from being uncomfortable, right? And be uncomfortable, right? That's the honestly that's gonna make our world a better place. Yeah, it's gonna make you a better person. Yeah, you know. And I think, and, and for me, and I'm only speaking for me, when I'm on my deathbed, and we're talking about bucket lists, that's the only thing that's going to keep me on my deathbed happy. Right. Like, okay, I can, I can die. Right. I no can regrets. die happy. No, no regrets. regrets. Yeah. yeah. So, a big, long answer to the bucket list question, yeah. I guess. Nah, that's a great answer, man. <laughs> yeah, I know I know. we kind of hit upon the same points a few times, yeah. but totally worth it. Yeah. You know, totally worth it. So, and honestly, like, and again, like you said earlier, like, I don't know who's going to listen to this. I don't know what they're going to take from this, but it's something, you yeah. know, at least yeah. we said yeah. it. And yeah. this is our, this is our, uh, opinion, mm-hmm. right? You could take it or leave it. Yeah, perfectly exactly. fine, you know, but at the same time, like we are two people who have had these experiences exactly. and we are still relatively young. Mm-hmm. I'm 27, you're 29, you know? So like, you know, we've been able to live these experiences and we've been able to mm-hmm. share them. Um, and Sometimes, you know, and a lot of people, and I would say a good portion of people have not had these experiences. That's true. It will not have these experiences. And maybe mm-hmm. they're on the fence of like having these experiences. Oh, yeah. You know, I would say this. If you have children. Yeah. Encourage your children. To do it. To do yeah. it. Yeah. So, don't, so. don't make them feel guilty. Yeah. For being, for being away from you. Yeah. You know, don't, don't like be happy. If, yeah. if your kid grows up someday and says i'm gonna go live in korea which is our situation right now or i want to go live in thailand or vietnam or i want to go to europe and you know i have an opportunity there don't be upset that they're moving away from you right like be happy right because they're gonna be a better person you know they're gonna they're they will graduate as as a they will go through a ritual which people call second education right when you live in another culture, you go through a very profound, different experience than if you never do, and you will come out a better person. It doesn't make life easier. Right. You know, ha- living abroad, I, I thought it was going to be a one-year thing. Never in my mind did I think, you know, I would change as much as I did. Right. Like, my perspective on the world has completely changed, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. If you, you know, it's, I'm not, I understand that the mobility doesn't exist for the majority of people to do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult for some people, even today's day and age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the caveat with that is too, is that that, that, if that does happen, you know, with those parents, Think about it like this. There's like one less bill you got to worry about. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> or actually multiple man, bills. I guess if, you could... if, if I have a <laughs> one less person out the house, man. If I have children and yeah. my kid turns, you know, he's in his 20s. He or she is in his 20s. Yeah. In their 20s. Sorry. Got to make sure to get the pronouns right. Um, I'm going to be ecstatic. Yeah. I'm going to be like, yes. Yeah. Like, fucking get, go. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. And I'm say yes to everything. Bill. Yeah. Hell Eat yeah. all the food. Drink all the drinks. If you don't like it, say no the next time. But yeah, do it course. once. Yeah, do it Just once. Just do it once. Just try it. Yeah. And That's food too. life, man. That's life. 
Yeah. That is what life is. Food and drink. And I will not make them feel guilty about being away from me. Right. You know, I'll Skype them. Right. Whatever. Now, the question is, are you going to pay for that trip? That's what the question is. Well, I mean, hopefully by that time, the the dream is yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, but, you know, the reality is we're all we're all normal, like this podcast, right? Yeah. Every common man. Yeah. You know, if I have a million dollars, then hell yeah, I'm going to pay for their trip. Yeah, but course. I'm not going to have a million dollars by yeah, then. Maybe Bitcoin I, will take off. And, and, even, <laughs> and even if I did have a million dollars, why would I spend it on you? Uh, I'm I not, not, not going to pay for it. Actually, I would say no, because... They need to learn the ability to figure it out. Yeah, that's is important. Itself. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I agree. Yeah, you I know, agree. I'm not. Yeah, I've got student loans. Oh yeah, me too. My family's not fucking. Yeah, supporting this shit. Yeah, you know? no, no. Yeah. And, and I appreciate it actually. Oh shit, you're better than me. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't appreciate yeah, it at all. But I mean, I wish I. You was. gotta make your own way. No, I, I don't agree. appreciate America's education system. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we, we both agree on that. One. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm I'm a hundred percent. Shit, there. I wish I was privileged in certain ways. I would totally take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and I don't diss on anybody that that is privileged. No, not at all. Like I have some friends, the parents, the parents made a lot of money. I'm like, yeah. good, good for you. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 It, it, take advantage of it. Yeah. You it's know, it's only it. when you're like rubbing it in people's faces. Yeah, that's, that's when well, I. Well, like, nobody wants to me. be friends with those. Yeah, assholes exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. when you're rubbing in people's faces, and like, I'm like you don't have on, any man. friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, you have to pay your friends. <laughs> right. You have to pay for your friends. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're, I mean, if you're, but you know, yeah. If you're just, if, you, find... if your parents made money and you're making money, like, yeah. damn, more power to you. Like, how do I? Like, what yeah. can I learn from you in order for me to get to that? That's you know, true. That, yeah. You know, to that position. That's the dream. You know, that's the dream, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong at all. Nothing yeah. wrong with making money. No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah, I agree. And, and again, like to what I said earlier, like there's nothing wrong with making money as long as it's not the expense of other people. That's the, uh, that's the truth. That's that's my that's personal the truth. opinion. As long as you're not cheating. Well, if you're cheating, I would say cheating is okay as yeah. long as you're not affecting A- other people. Other people. Right, yeah. yeah. Because you know, and I and again, we go back to like the you know, the human being thing, right? Like yeah. these are these are our fellow human beings. Yes. Regardless yes. of, yeah. of like their background, yeah. you know, in terms of like, you know, ethnicity or culture or, you know, geog- you know, geographical location, whatever it may be, like, yeah. you know, they have a life too and they have a family too. And they mm-hmm. have brothers and sisters and moms and aunts and dads. That's true. Like, and we need to treat them as such. And I think that's very important. Yeah. You know? So but yeah, for those people who are making, you know, money or who have made money and that's hey, more power to you, yeah. you know? You you obviously did something, um, hopefully that was legal and yeah, yeah you know yeah. not affecting other people. So of course I'm not gonna knock that. Yeah. As, as long as you made your everybody's money, trying to you do made it. your money and you're not fucking like breaking the backs of normal people. Exactly. Hey, make your money, baby. Well, I don't want to say normal people yeah. of people. Yeah, like normal people. What the hell does that mean? I meant right. people, like the average person, anybody. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course. even the below average person. Yeah, if there is such a thing. Like, yeah. Just to clarify, because I'm thinking of like yeah. you know people with slave labor. And yeah, shit yeah, of like course. That. Yeah, that's you know, I don't, that's not. Con- <laughs> yeah, that. we're not condoning that. Yeah. I actually listened to a really interesting like uh, lecture recently about. Um, oh man, we're opening a lot of a big can of worms. Nah, I shouldn't okay. go into it. I mean, this is going to be an epic record for your podcast. well it's already passed the record so yeah we just need to hang out yeah that's what we need to do yeah. yeah yeah so how about we um should we get back on track let's get back on track okay let's yeah. get back on track so i don't, don't want to make this a three well the last video. topic the last topic i mean it's already it's already on the way there so it doesn't even matter <laughs> yeah it's like fuck it at this point mm. um no the last thing is um we talked about your story you talked about your bucket list so the last thing 
Oh, uh, what is the last thing? Damn. Stories abroad? No, we talked about that already. I think we got, I think we hit everything. Do we? Bucket list, passions, stories abroad. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so we could talk about the last topic. <laughs> Fuck it, it was whatever Fuck, you guys I forget now. Yeah, too drunk. I actually, I do forget, believe it or not. Huh. The, the power of soju. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to talk about? What are we going to talk oh, we about? We were talking about people making their money. Oh, the, what I was going to say, uh, maybe this will help you remind Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I'll remind you. Uh, what I was going to say was like, um, you know, people often talk about like, you know, big businesses and big corporations and like these things and like, yeah. yeah. And they, of course, a lot of them are at fault. Not all of them are at fault, but a lot of them a lot are of at fault. Them are. Yeah. But at the same time, like I do have a certain respect for uh, these big businesses and big corporations because mm. it is not easy. It's not easy to run a business. It's not easy to run a corporation. For sure, for it's not sure. easy to manage these people and make sure that you continuously make money. And for those who are public companies, you know, make your investors happy yeah. and your customers happy. You have happy to compete. And too. your employees happy. And you have to compete. Like, yeah. there's so many different factors that go into it. So yeah. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't give you a free pass. That's true. You know, so to, yeah. to hurt other people yeah. and to focus primarily on profit, in my opinion. Um,. But I also understand their stance. Mm. And and again, I'm not validating it. I'm not condoning it. I'm simply saying that I get it. And when you are put in that position, you know, we are humans. We are not perfect. Yeah. And we are bound to make mistakes. So with that being said, you know, we should be able to learn from our mistakes and make sure that we don't make <laughs> it again. And That's I think true. that, like you said, like if we are able to learn other people and other people's culture and languages and and backgrounds then we can appreciate them as people exactly. rather than as you know you know you know money horses you yeah. know what i'm saying money like, horses you know good. um i don't know if that's the appropriate term that i'm thinking of but you know i'm also it's been a long day and i'm also a little tipsy so but yeah but you know like money horses <laughs> I get you know what i'm saying like saying, they're, they're yeah. not you know they're not just people who are just there to make you money yeah. you know what i'm saying they are people and they have families yeah. and they have a life and they have these experiences mm-hmm. that are unique to them you know, and that should be shared. You know what I'm saying? That should be appreciated. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, that's pretty much what like what my point was. I remember what I was gonna say too. Okay. Your point did perfect. Help me. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I I, I listened to a, a lecture. I, it was like a Facebook post. I hate Facebook posts. It's God great. damn it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know I was affected by this Facebook post, but apparently I remembered it. But the guy was basically saying like. You know, like $1 a day Chinese labor, yeah. like Walmart and shit, yeah. but they do. He was His argument was that that's actually helpful right. for the economy in China. Let's right. say Chinese uh, $1 a day okay. sweatshops. Right. And his argument was like, if you take away this $1 a day job that these people have, they're going to go back to starving, like literally starving. Right. And then he brought up Korea. That's why it stuck in my head. Because right. he was like, in Korea, 70 years ago, they had $1 a day slave labor. Mm-hmm. And he said, the only reason Korea is was able to achieve what they have in 70 years, which is incredible. Right. Korea now is incredible. Yeah. Dominant economy. The only reason is because of deregulation of labor laws. Right. Because $1 a day led to $2 a day, mm-hmm. led to $3 a day, led to 7 led to 20 led to education led to it was an interesting like like discussion right i don't know if it's true or not because i'd I'd hate to like condone one dollar a day work yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean but it just it kind of ties in with what you're saying like big corporations have to compete 
Right. And is it really a bad thing? Right. You know, but, you know, oh God, people are people. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting topic. Yeah. You know, and, and I agree, like, you know. I mean, I've seen documentaries too, where people are like, you know, I appreciate the job. Exactly. I I get the before I, this job. There are some a people farmer. exactly like I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have the opportunity before to work because there were no opportunities, and now I'm making money. And even though it's a low yeah. amount of money, it's still money. Like, and I get that, you know. But of course, it doesn't. It doesn't excuse the fact that they are getting paid low, right? And they should be getting paid at least a. You know, livable wage, yeah, right? But, but the consumer will have to wage. pay more. Here, here, here's exactly, the problem. Exactly. The consumer, the consumer will, pay, will more. pay more for the t-shirt. Yeah. And then they will stop shopping at Nike and right. start shopping at whatever still does the slave labor. Right. It's so difficult. Yeah. It's not ethical. Right. It's not good. And maybe that's maybe that's the, the, the hard part of capitalism. That is hard. And, and, and that's the thing. Because the producer yeah. is a big problem. But yeah. The consumer is also a huge problem. Right, it's true. And there, and there, you... and there comes a point where the consumer really needs to, you know, reflect on, upon yeah. his or herself. Which does happen. Everyone's like oh, Tom. Yeah, like, let's take Tom's shoes. Right. Oh yeah, Tom's shoes. Yeah. You know, that's. I, I'm sure there's probably like studies out there to show how unethical they are, but right. I don't know. As a normal consumer, it does show that consumers do want ethical treatment. Right. You know, they created a product that, from what I can see, actually helps, gives people jobs in another country, right. as well as provides shoes for them. Right. But it's also kind of buying into that whole, like, great white hope idea. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, America, Western is going to, the Western world is going to save right, Africa. Like the white, the from, white savior, yeah. Yeah, which, which, too, I don't, you know, you don't want to buy into that either. Right. But... The only solace I can take is when you analyze all these factors, you realize they exist because we're intelligent people that can can see all this, the fucking factors. You just at some point have to say, like, this is too big of a problem for me. <laughs> like, I got I got, you know, I'm not I'm not an industry leader. Right. I don't run Google. I don't run Tom's. I'm not a CEO of some huge, you know, so like, what can I do besides just love people? Right. Myself and connect with people. You know, I don't know. No, I agree. Cause if you're just like hung up on that, what change can you really make? If you're hung up on politics, what change can you really make right now hmm. as a normal common person? Does that make sense? No, that makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's like, and, and, and you and you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like the producer is definitely a big part of the problem. Yeah, but so is the consumer, right? And the it more is, that's and like, true. And like you said, the more cognizant the consumer is, right, the more responsibility mm-hmm. he he or she can yeah. take. You know, consume more responsibly. Right, it's probably the best thing a common person Con- can do. Consumer responsibility is extremely important. Mm-hmm. You know for sure. And like you said, like in your in in the articles that you have read, like you know most consumers will say yes, I want this person, a.k.a. my fellow human being, to be treated appropriately, right? And to be compensated appropriately Mm -hmm. as well, right? And how do we go about doing that, you know what I'm saying, to make that happen? I think the internet internet facilitates that. It can happen. Yeah, it definitely can happen for sure. And of course, that that fluctuates, right? Because $2 in one country may be $100, you know what I'm saying, in another country, for example. Or at least it buys a meal, you know? At least it buys more than... 
Right. And is, and is that enough for some people? Yes. Is it enough in general? No, I don't think yeah, it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, but I like, agree. But for some people, they don't have that opportunity, yeah. right? And they don't have that, you know, that, um, uh, that, ah, damn, I can't think of the word right now. The but mobility. They yeah, the mobility to actually yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, it's important for them, you know? And, um, you know, the universal income is a very prominent oh, discussion that's being talked about. Thing, yeah. You know, and, and I... To some extent, I agree. Like, I do think that everybody should make a livable wage. Mm -hmm. But the livable wage, um, is it variates, right? Yeah. It's completely different from one area to another. Um, so, like, that would have to be... You know, how is that going to be measured is... <laughs> Jesus, like that's a whole different ball game right yeah. there, you know. And then how are we going? So how are we going to measure livable wage? And then also how are we going to take that livable wage and then try to regulate businesses yeah. with that? You know what I'm saying? How are we going well, to? We're going to talk about like universal income. Yeah. What it boils down to me is how can we trust government to regulate that? That's considering considering the track record of government. Yeah. They've fucked up everything they've touched, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> Most governments have. A lot of governments have fucked up a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I can There's say... There's corruption, power, hungry yes. people. They, it, it's, it's impossible. Right. For the, I mean, here's my perspective on government. We needed it for a long time. Yeah. I honestly don't think... I think we still need it. Yeah. I think the goal of humanity is to eventually not need it. Right. Reduce crime to a point where we don't need judges. That's yeah. that's the goal. We want no crime, right? right. Yeah. We want no murder. We want there to be no regulations. Right. That's the goal. That's the end game of humanity. So what it comes down to is like, are you optimistic enough to believe we can achieve that? Mm. Or are you pessimistic enough to think the corrupt, like, obviously corrupt government system worldwide. I'm not pointing fingers at America. I think every government has corruption problems now. Recently with South Korea. Right. You know, Park Geun-hae and all that shit. Right. That's just one example of what's going on worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide corruption is happening. Yeah. Can we say these people in power can regulate our lives? Right. You know, I'm not at the point yet where I can say yes. These are good people to do it. Because if we do say yes, in my opinion, there's going to be backdoor deals. And there's going to be shady shit that happens. It always does. It always, it always does. does. I mean, yeah. if you look at the, the education system in America with colleges right now, as soon as federal regulations began to happen, prices went up. Like, And mm -hmm. banks made fucking money. Money. Yeah. They made money. Mad money off of that. Yeah. They messed up. I don't know. I can't think. I can't really. Maybe I'm wrong and ignorant. Yeah. But I can't think of an institution that the government has started to regulate that has actually worked. Right. Without corruption. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of it. Um, I can't think of any either. <laughs> but so have, why, are but, we, but why are we ready to trust but it, that? It, but it know? goes back to the to the previous point that we said is that the system yeah. is corrupted. Because, so because in my in my opinion, the government, and I've said this before, like online and to some friends of mine, but 
the whole purpose of the government is to serve its people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you corrupt that system to serve its people, you're going to serve a certain amount of people mm-hmm. and not the rest of the people, yeah. right? But the government is supposed to serve the people as a whole, right? Yeah, that's the idea. That's and, the and issue. They do in and, some some levels, and, and in some levels they do. Yeah, yes, I of course. I don't you know believe it's all fucked. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it, you are right. Like there yeah. are a lot of areas of the government that is fucked. Um, and which is why a lot of people distrust the government yeah, as is now, or the United States government specifically, of yeah. course. And there are other governments that also, you know, share the same fate. Mm-hmm. So um, I agree with you. However, I also know that with my conservative friends, um, not saying that you're one of them, of course. I don't know. I don't. Know. I know where you stand politically, and I think I you and I stand the same way. We're kind of so. we're kind of yeah. neutral, and we're liberal in some ways, and we're conservative, yeah. and you know. But see, ways. I hate those like isms. I, you know, agree. I, hate, I hate the titles. Totally I don't want to be. I want to be. In order to in order to generalize, now I'm generalizing, of course. Yeah, yeah. I want to be. Bob Dylan said he was up wing. Yeah, not left wing or right wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. You know, it's just it's it's. I don't want to be a part of that of the whole like left right. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah, and you know, I think um, if I remember correctly. I like philosophy. Yeah, and you know Jean Paul Sartre. Yeah, yeah. I think. if I remember correctly, one of his quotes was like, you know, my heart is in the... Like, he was like, oh, the people were asking him, like, what are your political views? Like, where do you stand? Mm, mm. And he simply said, you know, my heart is in the left just like everybody else is. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that is one of my favorite quotes. That's interesting. And I'm pretty sure that he said it. I may be wrong. I have to double check. I'm gonna but he's like, yeah. my heart is on the left just like everybody else is. And essentially what he's saying is like, I'm human just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You and want I, and people and to I be want, taken care and of. And I want the people to be, you know, to appreciate each other as humans. Yeah. So, you know, when people tell me, you know, when I think about government, I'm like, yeah, government has, there are positive things about the government. There are negative things about the government. Ultimately, the government is supposed to serve its people. Yeah. Unfortunately, that system has been corrupted, mm-hmm. so they lose their purpose, right? Which is a, which is a huge issue. It's but a problem. Yeah. In addition to that, right? People say we need a limited give. We need limited government. We need limited government. Okay, what does a limited government look like in the USA? Mm-hmm. We have a country with like what 320, 30 million people, give I or don't take. Know the population. You know. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. 330 million people, 50 states plus territories. Yeah. What the fuck does a limited government look like? You know, paint me a picture of what that looks like. Because yeah. I don't know what it's that looks so like. Difficult. You know what I'm saying? And of course, yeah. like, oh, we have states, we have states. Of course, we have state control. But, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> some states are definitely not there completely yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and w- which which the federal government comes in play yeah. you know so i i think that you know if we were going to say that we need a limited government we need less government i i don't i don't stand against that yeah but yeah. we also need to you know uh delineate what a limited government is and it's the same thing for big government if we have yeah. a big government like what is it going to look like yeah right if we have more regulation what is it going to look like yeah. how is it going to be balanced out to you know to cope and to actually you know make sure that everything works efficiently and sufficiently yeah so i you know and i don't know i mean i i if i was to dedicate all my time to this you know what i'm saying and like uh my knowledge to this i can probably yeah. come up with a way but yeah. that's just not where i'm at at the moment yeah <laughs> so. i mean and, and, and what you just said just now that goes back to like i don't want to oh sorry i don't want to invest my time right into thinking about that because i personally believe i will have a better effect on this world 
by simply meeting people, being myself, not worrying about, you know, politics and all that bullshit. Right. Living my life like politics don't exist. Doing what I think is healthy, doing what I think is right. Right. Doing it without regard of laws or regulations. Because in my opinion, most people naturally won't break laws. Yeah. They don't I don't need to know. I don't need to know that it's a law for me to to like if I break into my neighbor's house and steal their shit. Right. What's really um what's preventing me from going into my neighbor's house and stealing his TV? It's not the law. Seriously. Right. I mean some people might think that. Yeah, there are, but, there, there are repercussions. But, but for still, me, but it's yeah. not it's not the laws that prevent me. It's it's empathy right. that prevents me. Right. It's my neighbor's stuff. Right. If I take that from him, he's going to be mad or sad or upset. Right. That's what's preventing me from busting into his door. It's not the fucking government. Right. You know. So I don't want to live my life with this with even I don't even want to think about the government. I just want to be a person. Right. I want to be a human being. I want to love other people. Right. You know, that's what, that's what life's all about. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Saying yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, I don't want to waste my time thinking so hard about how to fix the government and how to fix regulations and yeah. how to fix industry because I'm not there. Maybe someday, if I'm a millionaire someday, mm-hmm. probably not going to happen unless Bitcoin fucking right skyrockets <laughs> yeah and i'm and i'm in charge <laughs> 50 of 50 grand per coin and yeah. i'm in charge of people yeah like working for me yeah maybe i'm 40 maybe i'm 80 years old and i'm in charge of people right then i'll start worrying about that right now i'm in charge of no one i'm in charge of only me yeah you know so am i gonna do the most good in this world getting hung up on politics getting hung up on who my president is, getting hung up on who, you know, how we regulate this or that, or am I going to affect the world the most by just say, simply saying, I'm going to be a good person. Right. I'm going to love the person in front of me. I'm going to connect with as many people as I can, you know, even, even being an introverted person, like I'm still going to like put myself out there. Yeah. And, you know, share my culture, share my experiences, as well as get the other conscious being in front of me, like their experiences. Right. What's more effective? And I'm making a good argument because, you know, it's just you and I here. But in my opinion, what's more effective is not getting just stop worrying about politics. Stop worrying about fucking Donald Trump. Right. Stop worrying about Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Stop worrying about all this shit and, and actually engage with the person in front of you. Right. You know, share a meal. Drink alcohol with them. Yeah. If you don't drink alcohol, then watch them drink alcohol and right. fucking enjoy their company. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what life is. That's what yeah. life is. And that's what's going to cure this world. And yeah. that's what the internet is, to be yeah. honest. It's connecting with other cultures instantly. Yeah. Instantly knowing. Even though you're in Africa, I'm in America, and I'm playing a fucking video game with you, we're still normal people. Right. You know, we're we're just we're just people. Right. It doesn't matter who my president is or who your president is. Fucking government does not matter at that right. point. We're just chilling, having a good exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. And in in my opinion, that's gonna affect the world more positively. Yeah. You know. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And I think that if more people 
were able to do that. And, you know, and Mike and I talked about this in, in our podcast briefly. You know, we certain people, um, unfortunately, get pushed to a corner yeah, where they have true. to act outside of the way that they want to act. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I... I get it. Like, I'm not judging them. Like, I totally understand. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And again, it's like one of those things. I'm not, I'm not condoning the behavior, but I understand it. If you get pushed to a corner, you're eventually going to push back. That's you true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, <laughs> with that being said, um, you know, I agree with you. I think people, you know, and philosophically speaking, you know, a lot of other philosophers will, will agree that people are inherently good. And they want to be good. And they want to do good things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, with each other and to each other and, you know... Um, to the world, right? For the world in yeah. general. That's a rare thought, though. Yeah. It's a rare philosophy. Well, it's true, but it's still Most there. people think, and I disagree, most people think we want to hurt each other. Ah, uh, really? I, I get that feeling. I disagree. I don't, I don't think, I don't here's, think that. Here's what I think. Here's yeah. what I think. People think that it's human nature to yeah. want to harm each other. Really? I have the opposite. I hope I have the opposite then, idea. That's good. Yeah. Most people I talk to seem to agree that we want to steal, we want to hurt, we want to kill. Right. And institutions breed that out of us. School breeds that out of us. It's interesting because I'm I have the I have the complete opposite. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I think that people are inherently good. Yes. And that the institutions yes. and I agree. There are you know there are institutions we grow that up are in place in that, this that, system that bring the bad out of us. Yes. Yeah. In this system, the system. First of all, if we want to talk about money, money itself is a system. You know, we're right. talking about cryptocurrency and yeah, bullshit like that. Yeah. Money itself is a system that's set up it's in true. our society, and so is property. And yeah, property is a big the thing idea too. that yeah. X amount of money will buy this size of TV. Right. So envy comes out. You know, that's I agree. That's just. That's part of it. Yeah. No, I agree. Money, property, you know, yeah. and of course, like... It's a system. You know... It's not human nature. It's yeah. a system. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's an institutional system that has... Wow, we're going hard here, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, we're we're definitely getting into some deep shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking I, we're talking about things that we probably have no right talking about. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. We're not experts. We're just normal fucking people. Yeah. It's but not... that's and that's what makes it beautiful, you yeah. know, because there, I think that we can relate to yeah. people's everyday thoughts. And it's also important if we, if, we were, if there was an expert in this room, I would shut the fuck up yeah. and listen to that guy. I would agree. Yeah. Seriously. I would agree. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, I mean, if you think about it, we're also, and I, we're not, and again, I'm not bragging, but I would say that we're probably maybe a little bit more informed than the average person. Yeah. yeah in terms of, uh, politics and yeah. business. Or at least I mean, we think about it more. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, especially about cryptocurrency yeah. specifically. Yeah. You know? yeah that's I mean, true. Um, a lot of people don't think about that. That's true. A lot of people they don't know should, about they it. They should fucking again. Like if that it. if that article is true that I read a little while ago, like think about twenty five percent of the popu of the world population yeah. know about cryptocurrency. It's crazy. Twenty five percent. That's nothing. That's nothing. And think about if like if that moves up to fifty percent, think about how the markets would react to that. Mm-hmm. First of all, Double. first of all, we would make a ton of money <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> Right, it's true. And especially if that went up to seventy five percent. But even, that's why I'm holding. That's yes, why I'm exactly, holding. exactly. But <laughs> even if, even if they like, even if they don't, um, even if the markets don't go up, mm. the ability to transfer money, right, and information and everything peer to peer, yeah, is would change the internet. Smart contracts. All oh man, would it would just change the world? The world. Have works. you have you ever used cryptocurrency to purchase anything? 
Uh, not yet. Mm. No, mainly I'm using it as an investing tool and yeah. also to send money back I home. I think that's the majority because that's that's that the worries me a little bit. Honestly, it worries me a little bit. Well, I I bought something on Newegg. A little it. bit? It worries me a lot. Yeah, because that that means it's speculation. Exactly. It's not. It's not like a, an economy. Yet. Yeah. It's it worries very, it's me, very but scary. it also makes me optimistic because once the barrier to you, like let's say, um. Let's say, uh, like the computer you just bought. Yeah. If you could use your cryptocurrency. Yeah. As soon as you, let's say Ether, because I know you're into Ether. Yeah. If you could use your Ether to purchase it and then immediately get the same amount of Ether back. Yeah. So your wallet's topped up, Mm -hmm. as they say. You know, would you choose to use Ether? No. Still credit card? Yeah. Knowing that hackers could get that information? Uh, yeah. Well, see, oh, shit, that worries me. See, Hearing that from you, it worries I, me. Yeah, Because well, me, I'm like, every time I use my credit card on the internet, I'm like, if if Newegg gets hacked... Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not fucked, but I do have to call. Yeah, you have to do... I have to do work. You have to take certain precautions, yeah. for sure. Whereas cryptocurrency is is very secure. Yeah, that's very true. Very secure. I agree. Um, There are certain incentives. If I use my credit card, I can get... A certain amount of money yeah, that back, is which true. is great. Yeah. Um, two, I could pay that money back in installments, which yeah. is also great. Yeah. Three, the price of ether could go down. Yeah. Right. So that I could, I could, you know. So there's, so there are pros and cons to that purchase yeah. for sure. There are I mean, and I, I have, and then also, to, there are, admittedly, I have used Bitcoin to purchase things. Yeah. And whenever I purchase something, I buy the exact amount back. Okay. Because I, I want to hold Bitcoin. Yeah, smart. I want to hold Bitcoin. So at that moment, I don't lose any money. Right. But I'm not using my credit card. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, I think that's I think honestly, I think that's a smart strategy. Yeah. And I think that maybe for you, if you haven't done so already, you might consider investing into a hardware wallet. Oh, I already have. Dude, okay. I'm not a hard I have a paper wallet. I don't okay. I'm not holding Oh really? You have a paper wallet. Okay. I don't want to hold in Coinbase. Okay. Like I don't like the idea of somebody owning my money. That's why you should have a hardware wallet. Yeah. Well, yeah. paper wallet is hardware. It's not hardware, but right. paper wallet, I, I took... Like a seed? So what I did is, to? you can generate a paper wallet using right. a URL yeah. link. You can actually do it offline. So I put the URL into a computer that I know is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a fresh install of Windows... And I generated a paper wallet off while the Ethernet was unplugged. Internet oh, was unplugged. Okay, good. All right. So because of the math of Bitcoin, you can do that. I generated a string of uh, of letters and numbers. Yeah. Right. And I can put money on that wallet, and that's where I hold my my the majority of my Bitcoin okay. on that paper wallet. Right. And nobody's stolen it for a long time. So right. I think nobody has access nah, to you're it. Good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but I can use my public key to see how much is on it. So I know it's legit. Yeah, I know of course. it's there. Yeah, so know you know it. how much you have. And how much if, you, have. you know, if I wanted to take payment from you, let's, right. let's say you bought my Bratwurst, for example. Right. And we do the transaction in cryptocurrency. Yeah. You could load that onto my paper wallet. Right. And it would go in there, okay. you know, with my public key. Or okay. Whatever. Yeah, that makes it's sense. It's a great technology. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, damn, it's funny how we come back to this, dude. We yeah, really, we yeah, really yeah. have to just like sit down and just like discuss this shit uh, because will, there aren't will. many people who actually know about this. That's true. Which oh, yeah. so every time I find somebody, I'm like, dude, let's just like fucking 
sit down it out. And just, yeah, talk about it. Like, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen, man? Like, you know, and every, oh, and the good thing shit. is is that everybody who I've talked to so far has made money. Yeah. Which I'm not surprised about. So, well, but, you but know, now Bitcoin the question has died. I mean, cryptocurrency has died. Yeah, many times. Yeah, that's true. Well, even just the other you day, know what I mean, yeah, there was it's a minor dying. quote unquote crash, right? Yeah. Which it was because everything it everything went from two point seven to two point one. That Every, is nothing. No, As a long time no, holder, Bitcoin. that is not nothing. Bitcoin. Well, I'm talking about everything else. It, Ethereum dropped. Everything dropped. You're every serious. every wow. coin dropped. Yeah. Every single one, everything. See, if I were in altcoins, I'd be nervous. Well, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm in altcoins. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you're you're in altcoins. I'm in altcoins. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, yeah. you can't trust those. It, one hacker, it's done. Yeah. It's well, done. you know, like I said, I I my plan is to make a certain amount of money and then yeah. get out. You know, I could be wrong. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe it'll take off and you'll shove it in my face. You'll be like, listen to this podcast. You yeah. have the date. Yeah. In time Here's that time. you were wrong, and I'll be holding my Suck fucking it. Bitcoin that's yeah. still at 2K, and yours yeah. is at like 5K. I mean, we'll think about and it. I'll be like Jamal, you were right, man. Yeah, I mean, you Bitcoin right. being at two K is insane. Yeah, it's crazy, insane. I mean, because if you think about it, what three months ago was that like one K? Three months, two months ago, 1K? actually three months ago. I don't know. I have to look. Three months ago, I think it was at like six hundred. Right, shit. Because I, I don't know. I could be when wrong. I first got into cryptocurrency, it was one K, and I was like, I can't afford this. So that's why I invest, yeah. invest in altcoins, like I said earlier. So and and think about it. Yeah. It's only been a few months since then. If you look at the chart right now, it was it went from like it went honestly it's been on up. It's been a bull run since like 400. Yeah. It's been going up from 400 to 2k now. Right. And then it, it went up to 2.7, 2.8. Yeah, it broke and two, then it broke and two then the it, yeah, yeah, it broke 2.8 which and then is it dropped. way all-time high. Yeah. The old all-time high was like 1.7. Right. And then it dropped down to 2.2, and now it's at 2.3. Yeah, 2.3 right now. So I'm like, this is a natural. Like, it went up too high and dropped a little bit. Yeah. And the people that bought it, like, 2.7, uh-huh. they're like, oh, this is the end. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you got to nah, hold. You yeah, you, you got to hold it, man. Yeah. If they can get through this SegWit business, yeah. if 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 they come out of the segregated witness, UASF, USAF, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not real. I'm not a fucking programmer. I don't no, know I the intricacies. Yeah. If they come out of it, if yeah. Bitcoin comes out of it, it could, it could easily go to 10k by the end of the year, and then I would say 10k and then drop to 8k, and everybody will be like, "This is the end of Bitcoin again." Oh, it's going down 2k. Shit. But like, it's gonna. In my opinion, it's gonna just keep rising. You know, it's interesting because I. We'll, we'll talk about this later. The re- we'll, 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 let's be real. I'm not yeah. pushing some fucking Ponzi scheme. Yeah. I'm holding Bitcoin. So, of course, I. Th- if you are a holder, yeah. if you are somebody who says, I'm not going to sell, of right. course you think it's undervalued. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I think it's undervalued. I think 2K is still undervalued, personally. Wow, that's interesting. Because yeah. I think 2K is an extreme amount of money for yeah. Bitcoin. Um, that's fine that's a good opinion though it's yeah i mean personally speaking i meant i mean i'm talking long hold i'm thinking 10 years from now 2k is gonna be nothing but at the same time it also makes sense because bitcoin has been around for like what eight nine years now yeah you know it's never died so and it's been rising it's been rising consistently so like it also makes sense you know what i'm saying but i it's also just like with the amount of altcoins that are there now and with the amount of technology that is essentially the same if not better there's better than technology. Bitcoin. Yeah. 
then I'm I'm still completely surprised at Bitcoin. But however, Bitcoin was the pioneer, right? So Bitcoin yeah. was the original. So there, that's there's why a it's first a, it's mover. You know, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Apple a little bit. Right. It, oh, yeah, exactly. Apple was the first smartphone. And also, like, big chain restaurants. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, they, like yeah. McDonald's. Like, McDonald's, is, in my opinion, is shit. You can't take down McDonald's, McDonald's is shit, but, you but can't it's take, not as good. Exactly. You know? Like, right. Bur- in my opinion, Burger King and Wendy's you and, it's you know, better. other burger restaurants are better than McDonald's. But yeah. McDonald's is the first. Yeah, the like, first you know, mover advantage is huge. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely Especially right. in technology. Yeah, I Especially agree. Especially in technology. And, you know... If you read the Bitcoin white paper, it is it's solid technology. There's oh, very yeah. little flaws. Oh yeah, of course. There's yeah. very little flaws. It's there. Yeah. Segregated witness, the August first bullshit. Right. It, it is fixing a flaw. Yeah. Right now, Bitcoin is flawed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not perfect. They know it. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're trying to make it better. We'll see if it happens or not. Yeah. You know. So and it's programmable pro- money. That's what's awesome. Uh, exactly. It can be fixed. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's awesome. That's what makes it better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. And you know, to my previous comment, you know, McDonald's and other, you know, <laughs> in my opinion, McDonald's is shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> I think Burger King is better. Yeah, they and make a Wendy's better product. Is better yeah. than McDonald's. Doesn't matter. McDonald's did it Fight first. Fight me. I don't give a McDonald's shit. McDonald's did it first. Yeah, exactly. All that was did it first. Yeah. That's I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm like, I like certain things at McDonald's. But What's your favorite fast food chain? Fast. Oh man. Um, probably Chick Fil A. Fuck Chick Fil A. I've actually yeah. never. Eaten but but see that brings in the conversation I'm from of the like Midwest what is and I've never what is considered Chipotle. fast food because some people say Chipotle is fast food. I would say Chipotle is fast food. Is it okay? I would say I for sure they're like the subway of Mexican food. First of all, have you been in the Chipotle line? You can be yes. in that. You can be in that line for a goddamn hour. That's yeah. not fast food in my opinion. Yeah, but like, come, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Fast food for me is like fast 20 minutes. No, you're in line. Minutes, like... First of all, you're not waiting for a table. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I don't know if I can have this conversation right now. However, I will tell you this much. I don't know if I consider Chipotle to be fast food. If we were to consider Chipotle to be fast food and other restaurants like Chipotle to be fast food, then that brings in a lot of restaurants yeah. that need to be considered for fast food. Like what? Um, like, uh, I mean, there are like uh, other like Chipotle um alternatives. Oh, um, like uh, Meza, Meza, Meza Grill, yeah, Meza Meza. I would still say fast food. Moe's, Southwestern Grill fast is another food. one. I would still say fast uh, food. What's it called? I Pizza or some shit like that. I don't know why Pizza. I Pizza. It's it's like the same concept, just yeah. with pizza. You make um, your own pizza. Yeah. Oh fuck! I gotta get it on. That. Yeah, I don't know if it's called I Pizza. Dude, or I'm ordering. Oh, and I pizza, am... and pizza, and pizza. I think that's what it's called. And Dude, pizza. I'm ordering fried chicken when I get home. Okay. Is there places still open? <laughs> Dude, I'm hungry as shit. Twenty four hours. I haven't eaten anything. Yeah, since we like gotta end this, man. You're, yeah. you're hungry. I'm hungry as fuck. Anyways, hungry. um, but yeah, no, I yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So essentially, if we count those conversations into yeah. that, and, and I mean, sorry, count those restaurants into this conversation as fast food restaurants, that that changes the whole ball game. That is so, true. It, but for me, when I think about fast food restaurants, anything with a drive through is considered. Do a fast you think food restaurant. there's is there a Chipotle with a drive through? Not that I know of. I could be wrong. Is there a Subway with a drive-thru? Again, not that I know of. Is Subway fast food? Not in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. Even though there's, there's like franchises in Korea. Yeah. I don't... And again, I... How are you defining fast food? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. No, no, no. Yeah. I got you. I yeah. got you. I you know understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So, I don't know. I get it. I mean, I could totally see the argument for a Subway and yeah. other places. I think Subway food. is fast food. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think that I think there's a logical argument to be made there for sure. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. Like I just want to hear yeah. somebody who's like knowledgeable in this. In this. Now we now yeah. we know we're definitely drunk. We're just like talking about yeah, food. Fuck it. Yeah. Shit. Okay, it's all good. Well, in and out, man. Dude, in and out. out. Three hour in and out is good. Yeah, I prefer other places. Anyways, uh, wait, wait, wait. Three... East Coaster. Yeah. Last last thing. Yeah. Best burger joint. In and out. Shake Shack. Uh both good. They're honestly, honestly, um, I think that they're both in the same level. I've never had it in and out, so I can't make an informed decision. Yeah. However, I fucking love Shake Shack. Shake Shack's great. I don't. I, to be honest with you, I hate thin burgers. Yeah. I like, like my burgers yeah. to be at least eight ounces, thick and juicy. I want it to be medium. I want mm-hmm. it to be well seasoned. I, it doesn't need to be all beef. It can be juicy. beef mixed with other things, mm-hmm. which is fine. I like beef. I think the flavor of beef is great. Um, I think it can be when it's seasoned well and it's cooked well. You don't really need anything else, <laughs> in my opinion. However, you know, or different cuts of beef, as you may know, you know. Yeah. Um, for sure. So you know, you put, know some, put some chuck in there and some yeah. fillet. You know, put a little bit of com- like a combination. It'd be great. Um, so yeah, I prefer medium eight ounce minimum burgers seasoned with a few toppings. Right, a good cheese. Dude, I had a good burger in Dijon today. Actually. Where at? There's a new coffee shop. It's weird that it's a coffee shop. Yeah. If you live in Korea, you would understand this. Yeah. A new coffee shop opened right next to Chunam uh-huh. University here yeah. in Daejeon. And they do coffee and burgers. And that's it. No shit. Best burger I've had in Daejeon. Really? Seriously. Better than like House Grill. House Grill like is Gilbert. good, but their fries are bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Their fries are horrible. I agree. I hate. I, I love House Grill. Yeah. If anybody's in Dejan listening to this, like I love House Grill. I don't yeah, want to just House Grill. The fries are awful. Yeah, I agree. Interview. There was this, I love it's a place fries. called Coffee Interview, man, and they have good burgers. How it's like fr- a Jeju style cafe. It's like about- outdoors. Okay. It, yeah. It's How about French fries? Burger. Coffee. Great interview. fries. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what sold it for me. I need- I'm like, this is on par with House Grill. Yeah. Great fries. Speaking of food. There's a new restaurant over here right next to KBS. Oh, nice. Literally right across the nice. street called Culinaria. Culinaria. Just opened up like last week. I like week. that name, Culinaria. Yeah. And it's kind of like a a more formal restaurant. Oh, it's nice. not really Korean. Yeah. So they have like pizza and burgers and shit like cool. that. Cool. Well, there's only one burger. There's like for a lunch menu. It's like yeah. 13,001. Um, but the burger's good. I yeah. would say it's at least six ounces. Nice. Pretty decent toppings, yeah. right? He, he asks you how you want it cooked. The fries are decent. Yeah. The fries are decent. So I'm going to check out Coffee Interview, though. Go but I, I like House Grill. I like Gil- Gilbert's, which is on I the think, 12th floor of... I don't know Gilbert's. It's... it's uh, You should try Galleria? it. Galleria? Galleria. Okay. Go on the 12th floor. It's like Gilbert. I think Gilbert's Grill okay. or something like that. Decent burgers, decent fries. Um, the third place that I've had a good burger is Smokey Cisco in City They're Hall. They're done now. Oh. And now it's a new restaurant, but they yeah. kept a lot of the same menu. And the burger that I had there was still good. Honestly, the best burger I've had in Dijon yeah. is from Like Like Cafe. Like Like Cafe. Some people say Like Like. Yeah. I say Like Like. It looks like Like Like. Okay. But, but it's fucking 18,001 for their fucking burger. Worth it if it's if it's good. It is good. How, it's the best burger. How, is it a big burger though? It's huge. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Big, huge, like comes on a butcher block, like no shit. good fries. Where's this at? some. And you Perfectly fine with me. Yeah, go if you go. I go there for you know, like Home Plus. Um, yeah. the when you turn right on Home Plus, there's like the pet store. Dude, I'm you right turn there. Turn right, and there's like all these cafes. I know where that's at. Yeah, go yeah. to like like they have the best burger. However, you know, coffee interview, 
10,000 won for their burger. Yeah. Much better. Like not for value. Value. Value wise. Okay. Better. But to me the best burger is Like Like Cafe. Okay. I gotta check it out. House Grill, man, House Grill is great. Fucking, they're relieving their hangover burgers. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> the hangover is the they're shit. They're a great, they're a great place yeah, too. I like that I dude. Uh, Brian Kim, shout out to Brian dude, Kim. Dude, yeah, dude's amazing. Yeah, Dejan's got some good food. Hell yeah, man! I'm glad too because anyway, anyway be we, we got. I gotta yeah, man, stop this, done. man. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta go home. Soon. Dude, three hours and twenty it's minutes. Almost one a.m. Three hours and twenty minutes. We're good. All right, all right, man. Thanks a lot for yeah, coming to the dude, show. Dude, yeah, it. it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Man. More than a pleasure. I can't wait to hear what people say about this. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, it took me like a week to listen to that goddamn. Jesus, interview. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, totally worth it though. Yeah, right. yeah. I right, hope man. so. I hope people make it all the way through to the end. Shit, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. If not, it was worth it. I don't get yeah. rid of it. I mean, because I was still able to exactly. you know, have this conversation. It was a good time, so. man. It was yeah, good hell time. yeah. I hope everybody else can share in the same thing. I hope thing. so too. Yeah, man. All right, man. Let's end it, dude. Yeah. Let me see where the fuck my sounds good. Is. Goodbye, yeah. everybody. Goodbye, man. Yeah. All right, take it easy. <laughs>